means it has like these take five, like five titles at least. Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Need a few things passed. Really stuff. And that'll be okay. The October surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. You ready? You okay? Cool. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We have Fred. How's everyone doing? And uh, apparently Chris didn't know we're recording on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I know. So he couldn't make it today. I did send some text messages out. Yes. Apparently Chris couldn't find his phone and see the text messages. Sorry, Chris. No, you know what it was? He's still waiting for me to drive down there to make sure he's working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did say that. Probably thinking I was coming down. This is episode number 81, Hellies over Delaware. Nice. Hellies over Delaware. Yeah. H-O-D. Oh, is that what it's uh, for? Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, you know, before we go into that section, um, this, this episode is a little bit different. We, we're currently in the studios, but... This episode was recorded live at HOD, so most of the main topic is going to be that. And so I was sound, uh, yeah. So Fred wasn't there, Chris wasn't there, but it might sound a little different because we're doing a playback of a uh, on uh, Kevin's task cam there. So yeah, and I don't know if we wrapped it up, so it might just end, and we might be back to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I tried, and you were like, "No, wait, there's one more guy." Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the last guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, oh, man, I wanted to get another guy. I wanted to get, you know, Ron on there. But, yeah. Yeah, Ron was so. busy. Got to give him a huge shout out for preparing that event and going through everything and running around, keeping everything in Hell order. yeah. 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 Ron Riccio from Align Helly's man, did a great job. Yep. He did an amazing job organizing the event. Um, But we'll, we'll kind of get into that. But uh, let's see. First of all, how was everyone's week? My week was good. How was your week, Fred? I had a good week and nice. not so good, but mostly good. Uh-oh. Oh, well, I got to hear about your week, man. Yeah. Go well, I'm all the goggles. You guys may have seen that I threw a little live video up of uh, my shop. I've been working there quite a bit. Yes, your Farricade shop. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it does block signal pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I... Uh, I, I was I was dusting off some old stuff, and I found a uh, one of the old flame wheel style quadcopters. If anyone's been in for a while, it's the the original like DJI clone yeah. out the wazoo. Um, I had picked one of them up on a on a on a fire sale from Hobby King a while back, and I uh, said, "What the heck?" So I I uh, put the motors on it, set it up with the uh, cake, uh, not the cake, the uh, naze board, and it didn't like that. So I took off the uh, Eagle Tree Vector from another and uh that that is a cool little flight control system it, it's integrated with your fpv gives you all your heads up display altitude speed you know distance from home all that stuff that's the one flight test did a review or did a did an episode on right it's all color color screen sort of the color graphics or whatever yeah and you can change everything around move all the stuff around so it's it's a nice setup um nice. i'm gonna put one in a fixed wing aircraft one of these days yeah um, uh, I just want to have something to play with on a, on a larger frame because you don't see those things too many 
places anymore. Is the uh, everything's gone to the the mini and micro quads. I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. a flame wheel 450 in person, man. I know I've seen no, it on hobby. You team. have where? Yeah, like I got to be somewhere. Like maybe at um, what is that? Adams RC swap meet. Oh, you maybe see, yeah. you know, it's, it's like a white and red. Yeah, yeah. No, arms, I know what it looks you know? like. Yeah, mm-hmm. the arms snap in and out, right? Well, they oh, screw they bolted. Yeah, and then. I went out and, and ordered some new servos because I had the little Blade 200 SRX and uh, got some new servos for it, then tried flying it, and that didn't go so good. It's, it's not happy. Um, I tried reprogramming the receiver stabilizer system, and that may or may not have gone well. I might have to do a little live Skyping with Steve and see if he can help me set it back up. Oh, boy. Sure. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> So that was it for uh, me with RC this week. Uh, let's see, Kevin. Yeah, man. Uh, I was. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'll, we'll bring, I'll bring that up later. Um, <laughs> but I was uh, trying in a hurry to get my 250 fixed. Or t- 255. My, my Oxy Sport. Okay. Yeah. I affectionately call it the 250 or the. Uh, the Oxy 3. The Oxy Drum because I like the beat on it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of something creative. Um, yeah, but so I, I got that all ready to go Friday night. We left, you know, early for the fun fly, and we'll, we'll get into that. And I'm j- I'll, should I talk about what I did to it, Steve? You sure. The yeah. I- the well, idiot uh-huh. move that I did. Like, I, <laughs> I know that the, the, I have a few pages from the manual that I have screenshotted on my phone. I have one is the main shaft because the main shaft has two holes in it, but one hole's further away from the end than the other. So I always have that. Oh, which way does that go? And I finally, I think I have that now in my head because I've replaced that main shaft so many times. But the other one I have screenshotted is which way do you flop the, the belt after you put it through and back in? Uh, so I swapped the tail rotor out. And I thought I had it going the correct way, but I didn't. I put it the other way. And when I had it in Delaware, I went to take off with it and it kind of got up to speed and then made a hard jerk to the right and like dug itself into the dirt a little bit. And I'm like, what the hell was that? And of course, immediately I'm blaming everything else but my stupidity. I'm blaming the radio. And every time I do this, it's not right. And blah, blah, blah. Steve's like, <laughs> Steve's ready to kill me because I'm always blaming the Neo. So, so yeah, I, I spooled it up again and then I really dug it in and Steve picked up the helicopter and was like, no stupid. You got the belt the wrong way. The blades yeah. are spinning the wrong way. You idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So that, that kind of sat out the whole fun fly. So I put it yeah. together, but I put it together wrong. And, uh, that was it, man. We loaded up and we drove to, uh, to Helly's over Delaware, which we, like you said, we have the audio from, and we can probably talk about it later after the audio. You know how the event yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll take on it because we didn't really get a chance to um, talk about it on at the event. So, but it was like you know, I never had a chance to fully sit down uh, and fix that thing. I took it apart, got the parts, but then it took me like a couple of nights to actually get it together. Like Thursday night, I was working on it, and then Friday, and it was like, I think if I could have sat just sat down with it. And did it all in one shot, I probably would have figured out that that thing was going the wrong way. It was just like, for me, it was just, it was too quick for me to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I screwed it up. It's all right. We'll get that thing flying again. Yeah. No, so that's another thing Desk Pilot will be busting my balls about. 
But so, so how was your week, Steve? Uh, my week was good. A uh, lot of prepping for the fun fly. Uh, the the weekend before, you know, from last episode, uh, you know, a couple of helis went in dirt, so I had to fix some of them. Uh, so the 420 got fixed, the Oxy 3 cube speed, whatever you call it. And then um, all my electronics came in for the Oxy 2. So in like a day and a half, um, I built that up. Yeah. And that thing looked good, man. Yeah, that that little heli, it's really nice. I am really surprised on the, I, I mean, I'm surprised that I'm not surprised. Like, I'm surprised something this small can fly so nice. And I'll kind of talk about that in a minute. But um, but I'm not surprised because it's an oxy. You know, Luca really took his time and, and developed something that works. You know, he, he, the oxy three works in that 300 side. And, you know, I'm surprised to say that this Oxy-2 really works in this 200 size. It's, it's it's very similar to the Blade 180 CFX um, as far as overall dimensions and size. It's just a tad bigger. Yeah, Fred mentioned the Blade 200. Yeah, it's it's basically so it's probably that size. about that size, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it flies. Fully capable 3D machine. It flies. So. Yeah, you had a pro pilot fly at HOD, and, you know, if you had, yeah. some, if you had some good batteries, I know you'll go into it, but, I mean... Yeah, I mean, let's just go into it now because I know I'll probably won't talk about it later. I'll probably forget anyways. But yeah, I had a, I had one of my our friends, you know, one of our pro pilots, kind of just like, hey, you know, I know you like flying my Oxy Three here. Try the Oxy Two, and he gave it a shot. And I had like a crappy, I don't know, maybe I would say well over like sixty, seventy flights on this battery pack. It's a zippy battery pack. It's been over discharged probably a half dozen times. Um, so it's not really a good battery at all. It's a 0.25C rating on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's like each cell has like, you know, <laughs> 30 or 40, uh, you know, milliohms of resistance, you know, but um, he would fly it and, you know, the head speed would drop because, you know, it just, it just sagged, the battery sagged. But he would, as soon as he wait, for, he wait for the head speed to speed back up and then boom, he'll just do another move. And it, it was really cool to see him like really 3D this thing, you know? Yeah, I was watching from the, from our, our tent area there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, look at that, man. It's actually yeah. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was awesome. It was great. Um, I can't wait to uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put an order in for uh, a couple batteries, and then we'll see how that thing really performs, at least for me. We'll see how it works for me. Cool. But, all right. Let's go into the main topic. All right, man. Main topic is audio from the event. Everyone, welcome to HOD, Helis Over Delaware. Hope you're all having a great time. This is Steve from Freefall RC Podcast. I have Kevin here with me. Hey, guys. We're going to just get people up here. We want to just uh, ask a couple of questions, see how you've enjoyed the event, your name, if you're sponsored, you know, who you fly for, that kind of information, and uh, just kind of share the RC Heli love to our listeners. Uh, First you know. off, we should say thank you, Ron Riccio, for putting on a great event. Yes. And making sure that the weather was clear today when we came down. Yeah, yeah. It was pouring when we on our way down, but yeah, it's all dried up and it's good stuff right now. Okay, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? So if you could just speak into the mic. Just, just uh, a few questions. Yeah, I just want to get to know the, the pilots that made it out to here. Okay. Uh, first thing, uh, what's your name and who do you fly for? Uh, my name is Andrew Merlino and I'm flying for uh, Amin Hobbies. Nice, nice. Um, how long have you been flying? I've been flying nine years now with the helicopters. Okay. 
Sweet. How are you, how you enjoying the event? Enjoying the event? It's awesome. Yeah. We got good weather. We locked out. It was supposed mm -hmm. to be raining today, and you know what? We got yeah. sun. Beautiful out, right? Uh, where are you more. from? Are you around local, or did you travel? Uh, Massachusetts, so a little north of here. Okay, not too bad. Yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, I was gonna comment on the uh, the Massachusetts drivers, but uh, I won't. <laughs> Can you say car for us? Car. 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 Okay, there you go. <laughs> There's the accent. That I can handle. <laughs> nice, nice. You gotta cool. you gotta elongate the R's. Mm -hmm. Have you been with Amy for a while, or? I have. Um, I think this is my sixth year on the team. So six years, nice. Yeah, we're like a big family, so. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I want to get uh, I want to get you guys on the podcast, like do an episode around okay. um, aiming hobbies, basically um, how it is to fly for a hobby shop and not really a manufacturer or a brand. Mm -hmm. You know, just kind of because you can fly whatever you want, right? You're not yep. stuck to just flying, say, Mikados or T Rexes or you know, lines. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's really nice. I've flown for manufacturers before and. Sometimes the machine isn't quite working for you, but you just got to kind of stick with it. Sure. It's great with the hobby shop because if you don't like that machine, then you go to another machine that they carry. Right, right. You have your choice on like your transmitters, your electronics, all of that, right? Just yep. the full range. You can fly whatever you want. That's awesome. Cool. Um, yeah. Hello? You any other can questions? You hear me? Yeah, you have any questions, Kevin? Yeah, do you know how to work this mixer? <laughs> <laughs> I've never touched the mixer, so that'd be a. No, but that must be cool working for a, uh, a hobby shop. Instead yeah. of a manufacturer, like Steve was saying, you know, keep the fly what you want. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's really nice. And, and the best thing is, is we really do have a very tight-knit team. You know, A-Main's awesome company. They really treat everybody right. Yeah. And I get my uh, monthly uh, coupon codes I get to use in order my crash parts yeah. because I do often crash a lot. So <laughs> it helps out every penny, you know what I mean? There so, you go. Awesome, man. Cool. cool. Thank you for your time. Thank yeah, you yeah. for stopping by. Nice meeting you. All right, all right. There we go. That's a little better now. I kept, up, Mike? I kept turning. Mike, if you you're gonna down. take a picture of us, you're gonna come up and talk. <laughs> hey, here's Rob McClellan. Yeah, Mr. Auto Rotation. Were you guys experiencing technical difficulties? We're always experiencing technical. No, Kevin difficulty. just doesn't know what input he's on or I'm on, so he's just putting. I gotta label him. Yeah. I should remember, I'm always number two. All right, we're going to get Jesse on the mic here. Um, all right, just, uh, Jesse, just want to say your full name. Uh, I'm Jesse Capros. Yeah, where are you from? Yeah. In San Jose, California. Nice. And uh, <laughs> that's a far away. Yeah, pretty, um, it was a pretty long trip. And who do you fly for? I fly for MSH USA, uh, Scorpion Motors, VTX Blades, Expert Servos. Uh, RC Pro Plus connectors. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome brand, awesome connectors, awesome uh, equipment you got there. Awesome. And Opti Power batteries. <laughs> can't, can't forget them. Opti yeah, Power. Yeah. I have Opti Power. <laughs> nice. How long have you been flying? Um, about 10 years now. I was started flying when I was around 12 or so and uh, just started with planes and then kind of progressed to helis and then nice. from there it just kind of escalated. Nice. Uh, Awesome, awesome. So you're another one that started real young and, you know, yeah, I mean, very well. My, my dad had been doing it as a hobby for himself for, you know, 20-something plus years at that time, and I never was really interested, and he never pushed me to do it. I just decided, you know, one day I just thought, man, that looks like fun, so yeah. 
I flew on the simulator for like two years before I ever touched anything in real life. Because I was a kid at the time, so sure, I had all the time yeah. in the world to do stuff like that. Oh, but awesome. uh, oh, I'm sure it paid off. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it it was a good way to learn, and you know, he he, you know, my dad always says I never took any credit for any of it. He goes, <laughs> the setup stuff, he needed my help, but but from from the flying end of things, I mean, he was didn't, he said he didn't really do much, so it was kind of just a self taught experience, which awesome. was pretty interesting and just fun, but. But you had the support, though. That's what. Yeah, he he was a huge, huge support in everything that I did, and you know, can't thank him enough for always being there for me and allowing me to, you know, kind of do what I enjoy. Nice, cool, awesome, man. So, who, what do you you fly uh, the Proto? So yeah. Or so right now, I'm currently flying the Proto 700. It's the new version of the Max. It's the V2L. What we're calling it the Legero version. Nice. Um, there's a, they make a few other models, um, the 770 version of that, which is just basically a stretch boom, and the 800 as well, and then they also make a Protos 380. Right, um, right. So I have both of those here today, and um, really enjoying awesome. both of them. Now, what's the Evolution model? What is that? So, so that's basically just a redesign of, like, uh, it's a carbon boom, um, and the boom is molded so that it actually flows with the canopy shape. Okay. And um, it's just offered as an upgrade for people that want a little bit different look. Oh, And okay. uh, maybe a carbon boom upgrade, so... Oh, nice! So just I, just, something I like the font on the side saying "Evolution." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like just that. a little bit different. Everyone has their own sort of taste, and they're just trying to fulfill, uh -huh. you know, those gaps. Where if somebody doesn't like one little thing, you know, it's just one more option, basically. Cool. Yeah. Um, Between that and the, the, the new boom cover, I guess is that a new boom cover on it's, the? It's not a cover. It's uh, it's just a standard CF boom. So th there's a lot of confusion about all of this. So yeah. basically, when you if you buy a kit. It's it's uh, just an aluminum boom with boom supports. Right. If you want the optional CF boom, which is just the the standard CF boom, if you will, uh -huh. um, that's offered for the regular kits. And then the Evo upgrade is just another version of a carbon boom with a different canopy. With the canopy, right. So okay. with the standard CF boom, it's the same canopy mm -hmm. as the stock kit. And then with the Evo upgrade, that you get a new canopy, the magnetic mounts, and oh, the nice. detail boom. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So awesome. there's just like I said, there's a lot of diversity between the helicopter and what it can do. Um, as far as the 700 goes, mm -hmm. everything about that between a 770 and 800 is the same. The frame sets all the same. The head's the same. Uh, the tail case is all the same. Only thing you change is boom and belt and uh, push rod, and that's it. Yeah, we have a guy we fly with, and he's been flying Pros for a while. He likes right. the the 380. Right? Is it 380? Yeah, he has a 380, and he also has the Max, which he converted to a V2. So he's been, you know, he had a maximum of the version one. First you know? came out, yeah. That's, yeah. They, yeah. So with the V2, they went from a single belt design to a dual belt design. So the yep. main motor belt is separate from the tail belt, um, which okay. just in this scenario for this helicopter, it works a lot better than the single belt did. Um, yeah. Single belt was just really, really long and had drag issues and whatnot. So the dual belt design really took away a lot of the problem and the fuss nice, that V1 dude. had. You had an impressive flight before, man. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate yes. it. The new time demos were amazing here, man. I've seen some yeah, amazing a, pilots. Yeah, a lot of good pilots out here, and you know. And your counterpart, Alex, he had a good flight. Yeah, well. Alex had a great really flight. Everyone cool. did really, really well in the demos, yeah. and even mm -hmm. everyone that you know isn't part of the teams that's just out here as a weekend warrior. They're all. Everyone's flying really, really good, and yeah, I'm really glad we made the trip out. Nice, nice. It's been a nice. lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice to meet you, man. Nice Maybe to meet you come too. on a podcast. You know, for episode. Yeah, let me know, and uh, I appreciate you guys having me. Definitely. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. Hey, no problem. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. Great information. Awesome. Yeah. Learn a little bit about MSH here. Yeah. If you're listening to us and you have some information on products, let us know. We want to hear all about it.
So what do you think of this fun flight so far? It's pretty good, and I'm glad it was less than three-hour ride. Yeah, no, I was booking <laughs> it on uh, on the turnpike. It was. It's nice, man. It's a really nice field. I like the layout of the field. I love having uh-huh. trees. You get a little shade. Yeah. The whole canopy thing they built here is awesome. Yep. Yep. PA system, so we didn't have to lug ours, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, and we got a prize table here. We got tons of stuff here. So you gotta, you know, definitely give out thanks to all the sponsors. Looks like Scorpion, KBDD, VTX. We got BK. We got Horizon. We got V Bar. We got Aligns, a big contributor here. It's awesome. We got Christy Amani over there waving. We should yeah. get him on the mic. He's he's been doing some great flying part of the noontime yeah, demo. Yeah, I thought he was gonna put his uh, Black Nitro in. And Ooh. I can see from here that the whole A-Main team is out there. Yep. They're all out there on the Flight Station 3. Working on something. Yeah. A lot of good pilots here. Yeah. This is our first time out here, too, which is uh, cool. I don't know why it took us so long to get out here. It's definitely a, a nice uh, event. Yeah. Good people. Got to meet uh, Gail Line. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We talked to him earlier. Yeah, he, he's a wealth of information. It's great. Um, I want to get, let's see if we could get, is Ron, Ron hooking it up? Yeah. I want to get Drew. I want to talk to Drew for a little bit. We got Drew Robinson, Synergy Helicopters coming up. All right, we got Drew Robinson up here. So, Drew, do you want to just uh, say your name and where you're from? Well, you just said his name. I know, but I want to hear it in his voice, not my. It is Drew Robinson. Secondly, Andrew. But everybody calls me Drew. There you go. See? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so where are you from? I'm from Watertown, Connecticut. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. And uh, who do you fly for? Uh, my sponsors are Synergy Helicopters, nice. um, Byron Fuels, Thunder Power RC, and Futaba RC. Awesome. Nice. Yep. Awesome. It's great. Have uh, you been to this event before? This is my fourth year. Really? Fourth year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It hasn't even started yet. Wait till the nighttime. I hear. I That's hear the vegetation hear. challenge is a big thing and uh, nighttime flying. I expect to see you guys out there with helicopters. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so is that a handshake? If I have any sure, left. Sure. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, my, I'll, I'll bring out my 766. We'll, we'll have fun. You're going to cut some blaze. cattails? Yeah, why not? Nice. nice. I like where your head's at. <laughs> um, Dude, that one hurricane, man. You scared the crap out of me and you're a new type devil. Yeah. You came so close to Bill. <laughs> Our buddy Bill was doing yeah, the video, man. She moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. moves. You did a great flight. Yeah. That was awesome, man. No, 766 yeah. on 14S, it's a, it's a pretty BA machine, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you you're flying with Pete, right? Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Yep, Pete okay. Campbell from Synergy. Nice, awesome. Yep. How are you liking the event? You know, it's your fourth year. Uh, I love so. this event. It's near and dear to my heart. I'm very good friends with Ron Riccio, who puts a ton of effort in and yes. deserves more than just an applause yeah. for what he does for this event. Um, the guy puts his heart and soul into it. And uh, the past four years I've come, it's been every bit of impressive. Awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. God for Ron, because yeah. we had heard that the event was kind of gonna go by the wayside yeah ron ron, ron took it, it over and, yeah. and he's really brought it back and you know it's for me it's about four hours from home but um oh, okay. it's worth the drive you know yeah typically i usually come friday but due to family circumstances you know the deal but uh yeah. me and derek we come uh we we made sure we drove down we had to be <laughs> nice here. nice there's no doubt about that awesome awesome cool but, all right 
nice to meet you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you guys. I'm glad you had me on. And uh, we're, we're just I really doing look like forward little... to uh, guys flying tonight. Both <laughs> yeah. of you. Oh, boy. Vegetation challenge. Baby. I got an oxy, though. And, uh, That's all right. Can you help me find it? I would it love when to watch down? an oxy go in. Day. <laughs> <laughs> just help me uh, find it. Everybody needs to fly under the lights. That's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You'll thank me later. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Maybe. see. Uh, I mean, Matt's not here, right? If Matt was here, he, I think I would end up putting my heli in the ground. Well, yeah. Matt was in Virginia, and yeah. I crashed three times. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. my point. He, you know, tells Chris to uh, stick the uh, stick the auto, and he stuck uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but awesome, man. Good. Thank I you. I appreciate what you guys do. Awesome. Thank Thanks. You. you too. All right. <laughs> All right, Ron. Yeah, okay. All right, I got called out. I got to go fly today. All right. Tonight? Tonight, yes. Under the lights. Under the lights. All right, so we got Travis. Uh, get him on the mic here. All right, so Travis, just want to give us your full name? Yeah, my name is Travis Beers. And uh, where are you from? Um, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Okay. So Not too far from here. Yeah, What's no. Your it's, uh, so it's you're a Billy Joel fan? Me? Nah, not really, man. Well, Allentown. <laughs> yeah, not um, a lot of people remember that song. Oh, definitely. What? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Billy Joel? I'll explain later. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, who do you fly for? Uh, Mikado USA. Awesome. Great yeah. Great stuff, man. They're great. Great company. Good bunch of guys. So, do you fly like obviously Mikado helicopters? Sure. Fly the VTX Blaze and V Control too. Uh, definitely, um, I've been I've been on the team for about uh, three years now. Nice. And um, yeah, I really love the VTX Blades. I mean, it was really cool. I got the I kind of knew they were coming out a little bit ahead mm-hmm. of time, and and just it was it was really cool to see the whole transition into it, and then finally getting my hands on a pair. Yeah, you know? nice. That's nice. awesome. Yeah, we got to, we got a chance to meet Brian uh, at Virginia. It's yep. Pretty awesome. Which yeah, Brian. You know? he's, he's a good guy, man. Yeah, he's a piece uh-huh. of work, right? Yeah, yeah he's a lot of fun. Yeah, did, he like, did he like the mic? Did he like being on the mic? No, no, he didn't, come, he didn't on come on the mic. We didn't do a show out there. Oh, all right. Um, but I'm, I'm in talks with him. Oh, we just saw something explode. Oh. Something. Uh, nitro. Oh, yeah, Nitro just exploded. It's either Nitro or a LiPo battery. Yeah. I don't know. We might but have it, a But he was rocking the VTX blades, so that's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm sure, man. No, um, yeah, no, we got the chance to talk to Brian. We're going to get him on the show um, hopefully sometime soon. He, he said he needs to schedule his astrophysicist was it? Oh, to come on the show with him. So, yeah. oh, so nice. I had to Google content. astrophysicist. I didn't know what the hell that was. <laughs> I wouldn't was. know what it is either. <laughs> I, think, um, I think it's uh, one of the engineers that helped him develop the VTX place. So. Yeah, yeah. So it should be awesome. So what's your favorite... Helicopter to fly from Mikado. <laughs> you know, Do you have a, a favorite yeah. like so model? the new Logo Seven. You know, I just got my Logo Seven Hundred a couple weeks ago, and I love it. You know, but my my go-to helicopter is my Six Hundred. I've been flying it, the same one for three years, and okay. oh nice. I probably have six or seven hundred flights on it, and wow. I don't think I've changed one but one bearing. You know, so it's just an awesome helicopter, and um, you know, just ultimately, just very little maintenance. You know, the yeah, it, and saying. that's. That's that's just I just feel comfortable with it. I think everybody finds their helicopter that they feel comfortable with, and that just happened to be it for me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you had said that I thought you the way you were going was 
uh, that you could beat on it more, but you said that you actually were starting a big air fly. At well, you know, yeah, you know, I, I think what I was when I was referring to that as I, you know, we were talking about the goblins, and I felt like they were such an awesome machine as far as you could just pound them and they take a beating, and even if you flew them bad like like I normally do, it it didn't matter. <laughs> they they took it, and when I started flying the logo, it, it really started making me slow down a little bit and. You know, I'm not a Smack 3D pilot anyway, so um, it just helped. And it, but it, it was it, more enjoyable, you said, right? It was, yeah. To it, slow down and fly. Yeah, it was. It, was, it taught me to, to, to slow down and, and just fly. You know? Right. You actually learn to fly and not just control the chaos of the helicopter flying crazy in the air. Yeah, right? preventative crash interactions with the ground. <laughs> nice, man. I hear but, that a lot. It's like, you know, you, you learn to fly, like Lil Hesby teaches you to fly. And not let the heli fly you. So with your 690, do you do any like really low head speed flying with it? Um, not no. lately. No. Uh, well, not lately. No, I don't. I haven't tried that yet. I think well, I did one try success pack and jump the 12s connection. And, I uh, think I have tried though just recently because we had a we had a fun fly locally, and Chris Diamante like came out the king of like low head speed, and I think I did slow down maybe a few hundred. Just you to can, see how it was. You, gotta, you can get that thing down to where you can almost see the blades going because it's yeah. so light. And um, right. I mean, you got to be, you know, you got to be easy on the collective. But uh, you know, it's it's really cool, and it'll fly forever. You yeah, know, uh, easy over ten minutes. Now, you you think I should go six S or keep it twelve S? I did my. I was flying mine on twelve S. You know, I just didn't want to okay. mess around with just the way my yeah. I have everything wired. It's just easier to put right. the twelve S pack in, and you know, with. Um, with your ESC, if it has active freewheeling, you can turn the turn the governor way down. I mean, it's funny because that thing is so floaty and and uh, just it's silent as it is, man. I can't imagine the the lower head speed what that'll be it like. Is, it it be becomes crazy. you can't hear it at all. It's really cool. That's, all you hear is a little bit of blade noise. It's really I know cool. I did turn a couple hundred down. Yeah. Right after I saw Chris do his, you know. One thousand. We were. Let's let's get triple digits. The president of our club was like, "I can see the serial numbers on those main grips for crying out loud! That thing's going so slow." Uh, you can see what brand Blazy's flying. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to try that, man. Yeah, cool, man. So, well, thanks for coming on, man. Awesome. Thanks for having Thank me. Thanks you for stopping cool. by. All right. All right, right Ron. All right, dude. I'm looking at this helicopter over here, and I don't know what it is. So I'm gonna go check it out. Which one? That one right there. Oh, the Falcon. Yes, a Herobo. No, the Herobo Falcon. This is, I think, before the shuttle. All right, let's get some more folks up here. Who wants to get on the mic here? Anybody? You'll be on the podcast. You'll be on you'll the be, podcast. You'll be heard in Australia. You'll be heard by our thousands of downloads and listeners. Uh, well, if you add them all up, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, well... Alex had to look him in the eye, so I want to get him on the, on the mic here. Let's get uh, Alex, Mr. MSH USA himself on the mic. Uh-oh. That's a big intro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, just uh, state your name and where you're from. I'm uh, Alex Rose. I come from Silicon Valley, California. Ooh. Yes. Is um, that an actual town? No. no like like if I said uh, right. Montesorino or Los Gatos, would, would you know where that is? No. So I just say Silicon Valley. Well, I still don't know where that is, but sorry. Yeah, okay. that, that's it's like a, It's like Northern California, like San Jose, Santa Clara. Oh, okay. Like, you know where San Francisco is. Yeah. So it's like an hour south of San Francisco. Oh, okay. So tech we're capital the of the world. Tech, ca- yep. yeah. tech companies are all out there. Apple, all the big ones. Do you have self-driving cars out there? 
They do. Uh, yeah, well, Tesla's out there. Okay. So uh, we actually, I, saw, I spotted a, actually a friend spotted a Model 3 the other day, sent me a picture. That you know, the Model 3 is a prototype right now. Right. right. Oh, oh, And awesome. uh, they, like, they're out there testing it. This is their supposedly low-cost Tesla. Yeah, the one that, like, I don't know how 40, many. Like, they already sold out all the pre-sales. It's supposed to be like a what, like a forty thousand dollars something. Yeah, well, you know how they option you to death. Oh, right. you want auto driving? That's ten thousand yeah. dollars for that software upgrade. I heard right. they already you want have windshield here. Is it another ten thousand? Oh, yeah. oh, you want windshield wipers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's extra. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. I heard they already wrote into the contract that you cannot pimp out your car for Uber uh, by itself while you're at work. Oh, really? <laughs> that was already written. Into oh, like you mean the, like rent your car? Or yeah, whatever. like have oh. your car. Make your money oh, while oh, you're like at work. Fully auto driving. You yeah, mean. Oh, uh, yeah. The technology's well, not Uber's there yet. Trying to do something like that, I heard. Yeah, actually, the CEO like that's that's their main focus is to automate it. Wow. But that's wow. probably still ten years away. Like, re- like yeah. not not technology wise, but I think safety regulations. Safety and damn, and I need that yes. like tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna drive me to my fun flies? I need someone to drive me. I need, yeah. I need something that tomorrow. I, how are you gonna read like Heli Freak while you're driving? You know, yeah. Without an automatic driving car. Steve will be building a helicopter while he's driving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I got a wrench. I'm going to the yeah. field. I'm going to the fun fly. I gotta fix this. Exactly. Car, take me to the field. <laughs> That's awesome. That would be totally worth it. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, just uh, who do you fly for? I mean, obviously MSH, but yeah. So yeah, I'm the, the owner of MSH USA, and I've been. Working with um, MSH on a, in an engineering uh, perspective for mm-hmm. years. Awesome. Um, back in two, 2011, I had like the first brain one, okay. and uh, like I, I was very anxious to like try it out. I had the original V bar back then, mm-hmm. and it came out with it. There's a lot of like hype about it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I'm gonna try it. So I tried it, and I'm I'm an engineer by by past, and so the uh, first thing I did was like find. 60 things or something that I wanted to change and uh, you know this does, oh I found this bug and this and this and this and so like I didn't know any better like I wrote all that on the forums I'm like hey can you do all this and it was like boom it was like a bomb sort of yeah. post and so uh, at that time this guy Thomas who's from France did the original development of brain software and he uh, said hey uh, you know do you want to work with us a little bit um, you know some of your ideas I've never seen like this is really interesting right. so they Back then, they started working with me, and I and at that point, I kind of became a beta tester. Oh nice. wow! And so I was like, you know, just kind of giving them uh, different ideas and testing things and driving it. And even before that, I had done some work for Skookum Spectrum. I've okay. always loved the testing side, and uh, I'm, I'm one of those people that can give really detailed feedback and find all the problems. So, um, and like, I tend to break a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> nice. so, I mean, for whatever reason, I have, uh, R&D, that's I have that magic that's thumb. That's the reason why the protosts are so robust. It's actually you were breaking that's, a lot of them? That's part of the history. So um, <laughs> back in was it 2012, the V1 came out. And uh, they asked me, hey, do you want to be a factory pilot? I'm like, well, let's send me one and let's try it out. So I got the V1. And every three flights, I was wrenching on it. Like I would, This was yeah. the single belt version single back belt, then. Yep. And I would like, I had to run the tension really high because otherwise it would slip. I was blowing out one-way bearings because it was in the pinion back then. Okay. Uh, I was blowing up idlers because the tension was high, and it just like wasn't robust. And right, uh, right. so I was like, "Wow, you know." And actually, at that time, the kit was like eighteen hundred dollars because they included wow. an ESC. Like it was the. Um, oh, okay, so it's kind of like a super combo. It was like a super yeah. combo, but it, I mean, it was still expensive. But it right. came with like a YGE one hundred and sixty, the Brain one. Okay. It came with um, a special motor with a ten millimeter shaft because the one-way bearing was like on Built the motor. Into it, yeah. And so you couldn't use buy any motor, and so it ended up being a flop. You know, oh, and really okay. because uh, at that time they really wanted to build uh, a Protos with one belt. They thought they had to. 
Right. And so I'm like, look, let's redesign this thing. You have so many, you have like a thousand great ideas on this model, but like we need to really refocus on it, figure out how to make it fantastic. Is it that because uh, they based it on the, the regular Protos, the 500? Well, they were the trying main? to extend the single belt design. Right. There are some advantages like fewer parts, like sure. weight, uh -huh. things like that. But the disadvantage is you're putting an incredible load on a small one-way bearing. One, right. Right. And uh, you're to get the kind of power you have on a 700 electric today through that, and even the belt, the amount of grip you can get on the belt, it just right. And then, Sorry, then by the time you had the tension so high, the drag was so high because you had to like crank it. It didn't auto rotate well, so it was just compounding. So anyway, I worked with them and we developed the, the Max V2. Awesome. And so that release was just fantastic. And then we wanted to take that a step further. MSH is really great at composites designs. Yeah. Uh, one of the the core, uh, one of the principal mechanical engineers is David Monti, okay. and uh, his family for years in Italy uh, had a molding company. And so he's an expert at plastics molding, designing very complicated molds, all on a carbon fiber. So uh, it's a lot of that's why you see the Protos is such a mixed composite design. Right. Yeah, uh, right. That and, bottom frame is awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a bottom frame, single piece, mm -hmm. um, and it, that's why the parts count so low because they decide where to use the composites versus just the carbon fiber and aluminum, um, and it makes the model incredibly simple to work on. And you know, if you like, the whole bottom is really one piece, and then the landing gear, two screws to take off the landing gear, and there's like eight yeah. or something in each side. Then you pop off the whole bottom frame, swap it. So like, repairs are right. really great. Um, so yeah, so uh, V2 and then Ligero. So Ligero is very light airframe now. Uh, my setup's around 11.9 pounds with a 12S 5000, um, which man, is like we, a great weight. We saw you flying earlier, man. Yeah, and you awesome were demo flight. It. Oh, yeah, thanks, a great demo. Thanks, holding the torch for the old guy. Yeah, and you and your, <laughs> your partner there, man. Both guys. Oh, Jesse Garros, yeah. Jesse's, Jesse's killing it too, man. He is such a talented guy. He's um, mm -hmm. he has comes along. His whole like his is um, his whole family's been in the hobby for years. Yeah, um, and he's insane. one of the legendary father-son combos that are so powerful in the U.S. And he came up and competed in XFC, and oh, awesome. he's been to 3D Masters, and um, oh, wow. and he lives in my area. Wow. He's in San Jose, yeah. so he's in the same area. So um, you know, I've been around him for many years um, and through his flying career. So he's just a great guy, super technical, mechanical engineering student. So he helps me with like the prototypes and testing. Nice, nice. Wow. Um, and it's great that we're local because we can share a lot of that work. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know. He, since he's an engineering type, he's really, really good at finding things and making suggestions. And so, you know, and that, it's great. It's so actually right. really hard to find pilots that can give, even like some of the best pilots in the world can't give great feedback. Like, oh, it's not good. You know, instead of saying, right. well, okay, this isn't good, but how about this? How about this? Here's some ideas. And he's that kind of guy. Awesome. Wow. So, you know, it's really, really, and you can see how great of a pilot he is. So. Yeah, 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 man. Really technical, awesome. you know. Amazing. Yeah, nice. so. So is this your first time at HOD or? Yeah, so um, I think previously it was close to Urcha. Mm -hmm, yep, and so yep. it's how many wife points you have, right? right? So it's like a big travel thing, right? You got to exactly. get in a plane, travel over. Yeah. And so, you know, you kind of count your wife credits and as you're draining them down, you got to like make your calendar. <laughs> yeah. I, like I have two young kids too. Wife credits. Yeah, yeah exactly. Awesome. I have a, a nine-year-old Ava and awesome. a five-year-old Dylan. And oh, so, you boy. know, I don't like to travel too much. Um, but yeah. yeah, this is my first HOD. Um, this is an amazing field. It is. Yeah. Like the weather today has been good. I mean, mm -hmm. actually, like a little breezy, which is preferred because yeah. it just keeps the, the heat down. Yeah. Um, the tree line's really cool. You have a lot of stuff to whack with your blades. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. People here are just awesome. Like every single guy I've talked to, awesome. just like the great people here. So I'm still, yeah. I'll, I'll come back for sure. Hopefully, they keep the dates the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you were able to make it because I don't think we would have probably met if uh, 
because I'm not going to Richard this year. But um, oh, you should go. Make it happen. Well, we, I just had a, a, a newborn. So oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, don't you wish there was like a, a way to accelerate to like three or four? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love. I love this phase. You right love now. the babies. Like I, yeah. you know, you want to hug them and hold them. But man, yeah, like yeah. when they become three and four and they can like go out and do stuff with you, it's a different thing. Yeah, but. I'm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to just be able to take his little paws and hold a transmitter. Even though <laughs> yeah. his wife is like, and my wife's like, no. no. But uh, yeah, we'll yeah. See. is he asleep in the oh, night? Wow, I am seeing a really low head speed. Uh, Jesse's flying that thing. Oh, really yeah. low head speed. Yeah, Jesse likes to get it down there like uh, 13, 1400. Yeah, I was seeing the blades. It was great. All right, now he yeah. kicked it out. There goes the Cavros is going now. Yeah, yeah, yeah super technical. Awesome, man. It, it amazes me the really caliber of pilots that I've seen uh-huh. at like in the last year at the fun flies I've been to. Just yeah, like, there's like a lot of pros that showed up at HOD. I mean, we've got yeah, um, we've got like a line here. We've got the aiming guys, mm-hmm. like all great pilots. Like there's just. Good show, and, and Jesse. If I'm yeah, just stage, even guys, even the guys I don't even know who they are. Are they amazing yeah. pilots? Man. Yeah, yeah. Some guy walks Crazy. out there, you know, and just like yeah. lays it down. You're like, whoa, like what? I've never seen that before. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. yeah, it's really nice atmosphere here. I did the RV rental thing, which I really like doing. Awesome. So have you seen that? Like, I just called the RV place and said, hey, can you haul it in, park it, oh, set it up for did, me? Oh, cool. They, they like dry dock it for you. Oh, so really? I show up and it's like a hotel room. Wait, which That's uh, cool. With the, uh, at the end. Yeah, okay. so basically, you, I mean, it's a little more than a hotel. Oh, I saw you. But it's guys like a 28 there, yeah. foot, and I just like showed up, and the yeah, had a, has a generator on it. Oh, that's awesome. Air conditioning, shower. Wow. If I felt like taking a shower right now. I mean, so it's like yeah, when yeah. you're traveling, it's a way to go. So, so talking about traveling, how many helis you bring, and how did you bring them? Yeah, because that's traveling is rough. With, uh, yeah, planes, so right? I I bring three because I hate wrenching. Okay. So I rather like pay an oversized luggage fee. Then wrench, right? Like that's how much I don't want to. So do you do the golf bag, the hard? So I have um, a SKB double golf case, and so I can fit four 700s in that thing. Um, I put three in it, or I I could fit two 700s and a 770 if I wanted. Um, But yeah, I can fit three in there and the 380 plus like a bunch of parts, and it weighs about 60 pounds because you want to keep it under 70 for most airlines. Right, right. Um, And then I pack, I wrap everything with like bubble wrap foam. Um, do you take the helis apart, or I mean? So that's the great part. So all I do is pop, I leave the head on, I pop the blades out, the skids, and uh-huh. pop the tail off. I put some uh, tape around the end of the boom so the belt doesn't get sucked back sure, in. Yeah. Bubble wrap it, I'm done. So my helis go together in about ten minutes when I pull up them out. Oh wow! Right. So, so landing skids, so tail box, and your blades. That's and you're it. Done. Yeah. Do you keep the canopy on too? Uh, or you, you can. I don't. What I so yeah. What I do is I take uh, my canopies and I put them in like a double double trash bag. I okay. carry it on. And I just stick it between my legs on the uh, on the plane, and okay. Because I, I mean, you can put them in there, and if you do a good job, like they won't get messed up. Yeah. But yeah. the best way is to just carry it on. And then the one thing I do with the lipo, so I used to always carry on the lipos with me. Right. And then all of a sudden in San Jose, I go to the San Jose airport a lot. They they started saying no. Um, I think it was because like you know in the lipos on one side they have the warning it says this thing will explode catch fire yeah, and probably yeah. burn your house right, down right. and then on the other side it says like success five thousand right. so the way I did the wiring on my helis I have it like I wanted the wire the wires coming out the other side so I have them flipped with the warning on top so now when I go through uh, like yeah. security they see the warning and they're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, yeah they don't want to take the risk and right. then they pop out the regulations and the regulations say you're allowed to carry two of success five thousands with you that's it. So if you wanted to bring like two sets, you couldn't do it. Oh wow! So oh, now wow. what I do is I just FedEx them. Um, like you can, depending on if you have spare packs or not, I'll do like FedEx um, three day express or you know express saver or something. Okay. So it's like sixty bucks, and what I do is I ship it to another FedEx that's near the fun fly. 
And that way they're open oh, till like 11 and it's signature okay. controlled. So when I go there, I, I have to sign, no one can steal them. So if you ship them to a hotel, you're like hoping yeah. they just throw them in the back and you're hoping someone doesn't right. like take your box or they don't lose it. Yeah. That's hey, smart. what's in that's here, friend? Yeah. Yeah. So that works for me, and like, that's cool. It's a little bit of prep work, but like, mm-hmm. it's it's not bad. I posted nice. a question on a, on a forum one time about you know flying on vacation, what do guys do, and I didn't really get much response. So that's interesting, you know, shipping it like that. Yeah, especially I mean, if you don't have relatives. Then the, in the stress area. is off because for yeah. me it was like, okay, am I gonna have no batteries? Yeah, or miss your flight because they hold you. Like, well, you or know, do you? I mean, what do you do? Right. Like, if they if they say you can't go, like yeah. you're gonna throw your batteries away. Yeah. yeah, or you're gonna like try to run them out somewhere yeah. and ship them to yourself. <laughs> right. like, That's yeah, like I'm no. like I yeah. freak out about it, right? So right. and yeah. you know, why, why one time they actually told me to like check them in. I'm like, are you crazy? You can't check the you know. And they said no, that's okay. I'm like, I looked at the person. No. I'm like, wait, they're lithium batteries. Like, oh no, because they gave me some reason. Well, it's vacuum control or something. I don't understand. But like, you know, they have a, a system. They're not worried about it. But I am like, no, it's no. I don't know. They they would have to make sure that that. Uh, Cargo's pressurized, and I don't know. I, mean, I don't want to ride a plane with freaking, you know, well, yeah. six, 12S5, <laughs> for, you know. For, like, $300 worth of batteries. Come yeah, on. it's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, whatever. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, traveling's not bad. Like, I usually spend two nights prepping, just get everything packed, nice. ready, and then I have a, a charger case. I usually uh, check it. It depends on the airline, some airlines. Like, it, like the first and second, it goes, like, 25, 35, and then 200 to check the right. third. Yeah. So, if it's like that, then I'll carry on the charger with me. Okay. So, and if you have a partner you're traveling with, you sometimes you can kind of figure out sure. between the yeah, two. You don't have to do yeah, if he's got one check item, then you check yeah. with him. Right. And my case, I think, was like 150 being oversized. So that's the thing. When you get the bigger doubled case, you pay an extra oversized fee. And okay. as long as you keep it below 70 pounds, they don't charge you again. So it was like 150 bucks to so check that. Oh, that's not too bad. It's not too bad and, you know, better than shipping it and whatever. Don't so worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Easy, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, we I forgot to get you on the show for like a full full blown interview. Yeah, but, anytime, um, man. Awesome. Thank All you right, for your yeah, time. Thanks, yeah, so thanks much. for coming out here and doing this. Really appreciate oh, yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's great. All right. All right. All right. Awesome. Nice to meet you guys. All right. Take All right, care. Guys. Is it is it Wesley? Wes- Wesley. Wesley. Yeah. So Wesley, you want to just state your name and where you're from? Well, my name is Wesley Griffith and I'm from New York. And uh been flying now, what is it, 13 years. Nice, nice. Who do you fly for? Well, I fly my helicopter manufacturer is Minicopter. Nice, Diablo. I fly the Diablo. Diablo and the Diablo Black. Nice. Um, MKS Servos. Uh-huh. Pulse Batteries. Nice, nice. And um, Byron Fuels when I do my nitro stuff. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. MKS, yeah, we know the I know the MKS very well. <laughs> I smash my oxy with MKS in it almost once a month. Yeah, and I they probably, survive. And they survive. Yeah, the only thing that yeah. goes on them is the, you know, I got to redo the horns. Yeah, I've horns. been flying those servers for years, and I have a great relationship with, with Thomas. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. MKS USA, and the product just speaks for itself. It really yeah. does. Yeah. It's the same thing. I was uh, a friend of mine gave me an opportunity two years ago at Urcha to fly his Diablo 550 and his 700. And I said, wow, they were just, they flew just that well. Nice. And so I contacted Chuck like a couple months later. I says, I think I want to get a Diablo. He said, you want the regular or you want the black? I said, let me start with a regular. And okay. he, he had a Diablo that he had been flying for a couple years. He said he was willing to let it go, so I got it. And I flew that like crazy last season. Nice. You know, I fly on the Jetty DS-16. Um, okay. So nice. it, with the telemetry, it logs everything. So I went back one day, I'm at the field, and I'm saying, let me go through the logs. 
And like in the span of two months, I had done over 100 flights with it. Wow. wow. That's a lot of flights in so, two months. Wow. Holy And cow. I mean, the maintenance is almost zero. So it, I just, I went to Urcha. I was so enthusiastic. I pitted with Chuck and they gave me the opportunity to become a team pilot with them. So, wow, you know, great. I got my black this winter. Um, I was on vacation for the week going into Christmas and New Year's. So I get it together. And it was kind of a funny thing because machines all done, all set, waiting for a, you know, a decent day that week to get out and maiden it. And the weather wasn't bad. But I decided, let me upgrade my Jetty radio to the latest version. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. Jetty released a version just before they went on vacation. Oh. So I get to the field, plug everything in, and I fly the Spartan Vortex. So it's uh, integrated into the jetty. Yes. I go to make a change in the unit, and the radio locks up. And I can't oh, get no. it out. Oh. And I'm like, you know, turn it off, turn it on, do this, do that. So then you start trolling the forums like you all do when you get home. And mm-hmm. there was like, the way Jetty did it was that if you run what they call the Lua, which allows guys to write their own apps. So let's say uh-huh. you want your Jetty to do a particular thing with the telemetry. Okay. You could actually write and compile your own file. And that way your Jetty will do exactly what you want. So there's a guy in the Netherlands that runs a site called RC Thoughts. And for a Jetty, a Jetty user, great place because he coordinates all the different apps guys write and he tells them about the memory size and everything else. Right. So that's great. Um, Almost and then, like a thing of ours for Jetty. Yeah, the apps. it's really, it really, the Jetty is, I was a photographer guy, and then I tried the JR thing. Um, I never really was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Then I went back, photographer came out with the 14SG. Right. So I, I drove to a hobby shop two and a half hours away to get it the next day. Nice. Because Derek Checkers yeah. had it, and he was at my club phone fly, CV Rotary Wings. Yeah. And I said, man, I got to get this. So I was on the verge of getting an 18SZ, and... Thomas Cook from MKS USA had let me play with his DS16 while I was at Urcha. So I'm looking at the two and I'm trying to weigh out which one do I really want, mm-hmm. you know? And I was able to work out something and it came out that it was one of the best decisions I made. It is, oh, nice. it is a beautiful radio, it really is. Wow. And yeah. I matched that with the, with the mini copter and it, it made me better because yeah. I was just more comfortable. You know, the, the radio is very That's linear, huge. the heli, it's so simple. I, I tell Girth when I saw him at Urcha last year, the machine has a very unique characteristic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you're able to do things with a Diablo at 1750 and 1850 and 1950 that a lot of machines have to run 21, 22, 2300. Right, right. Uh-huh. It just flows. It tracks phenomenal. It just, it, it's just, it's so funny. You look at it and the machines aren't light. They're, you know, they most, yeah. depending on how you lay them out, they're about 12, 12 and a quarter, 12 and a half, you know, on the kind of gear you put in it. But you fly to 1850, or like today I'm flying 1950 with the black edition, mm-hmm. all the power you can want, it does everything. And the thing that always blows my mind, it flies great in the wind. Yeah, you know, yeah. as an older pilot, you look at a day, oh man, it's gusting. You're really going to have to work to fly it. I put that machine up, and I was like, oh, this is it? Yeah. Mm. The weight helps nice. out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I always look at the Diablos, and I look at that main gear, and I'm like, wow, that tolerance is right there. Out of the frame, it's just, like, so tight. So well, yeah, such an engineering, it, you know. Yeah. It is one of those machines. The tolerances on everything are, it's small. What's the next one below a millimeter? A micron? Yeah. yeah. 
it's that close. The thing uh -huh. that what makes the Diablo very unique is most uh, rotor heads on the helis, the bearings, the thrust bearings, uh, the space is all packed into the grips. Yeah. On the Diablo, it's not like that. You build all that stuff on the spindle, and the grips themselves are hollow. They just have the bolt holes. You slide them uh -huh. over the entire assembly and then screw into two set points on it. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. But to get the grip over it, you actually have to take a heat gun and heat the grip to expand to slide it over. <laughs> really? So when wow. you put it on and then you put the screws in to lock yeah, it onto it it the, onto the spindle, it's there. I Damn. mean, so. Oh, wow. That is that is cool. That's unique, definitely, in the design. Yeah, we fly with a guy who uh, believe, loves, loves Diablo. Diablo. He, has a, he has a Triablo 800. Yeah. Loves it. It's, it's an easy helicopter to fall in love with, you know. Mm -hmm. Nick Maxwell, you know, is one of our lead, is our yeah. lead pilot along with Miles Dunkel. Mm -hmm. And me and Nick were talking at Urcha, and when a lot of guys look at a Diablo, they say, oh, look what that thing costs. And right. look at the parts. But when you reach the stage that you want something different, and you've developed all the basics, you can fly inverted, you can fly backwards, right. you can fly sideways, you don't crash a lot. Because even when you lose orientation, as soon as you pick it up, you know what input to put in to stop it from falling. Right, right. So you might, you with a Diablo, because it does fly so well, you're going to have a crash. But you're not going to have a whole bunch of crashes. It's not a machine that you crash today, you put it back together, you go back out and you crash it the next day. You learn from that crash and you just keep building. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, one, of the, it's one of those things that when you guys look at, wow, what it costs, but how it flies. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because when you break everything down, you fly for yourself. You fly for your personal enjoyment. Sure. Yeah. If yeah. other people enjoy what you're doing, that's great too. That's right, right. right. <laughs> for sure. It's awesome. Nice. nice. Awesome. Um, well, he's looking at his watch because we have to give up the mic. F5, they're doing the whole raffle the and raffle, everything. Yeah, so, so we're like, okay. So, but uh, it was nice to meet you, man. Yeah, Thanks I'm sorry I didn't the make show. the Brunswick event because no, I saw no. you guys were there. Yeah. You oh, know, it's okay. hard it's a one day event, and I know that the. Um, yeah. The weather forecast is kind of like with this event too. At first, you know, it's it definitely going to be rain. So, but um, yeah, it's a pleasure no, to meet you. Again. Yes, it was. Awesome. Thank you. We'll see you. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening. Alan, wait, wait, wait. No. What are you doing? What are you doing, Kevin? I was wrapping it up. We got the great Alan. I got to work tomorrow. Let's go. <laughs> got to work tomorrow. Holy kid. <laughs> yeah. So we got Alan Zabo Jr. Let's get him on the mic here. Dude, you... Hey, Alan. Get that... Kevin, get that adjusted while we uh, do this. So just uh, state your name, where you're from. All right. I'm Alan Zabo Jr. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas. You can say yeah. the great Alan. I freaking love Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, this guy, we were actually just talking about it. I was like, why go, do you go to Las I go Vegas out to twice Sam a Boyd, year? Sam Boyd Field out there behind the university. Yeah. Every yep. time I All go, right. see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I might have stuff. seen you fly out it's there. It's very possible. I saw a kid fly years ago, and I was like, oh, my God. The first time I had ever seen And then I think that was, that was Ben, right? That was, it was probably Ben. Ben. Yeah. It was either, yeah, most ben likely it was Ben. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a great And I was like, jeez, Louise, look at this. But that was, that was crazy. <laughs> but, man, your flying is crazy. We watched Amazing. a couple of your flights oh, earlier, man. Thank I mean, you. unbelievable. I was, I was talking to you earlier, like, basically watching Alan and Bert videos it's kind of like oh my god i gotta learn to fly these helicopters you know <laughs> um and this was like a long time ago when i was you know not not a long time ago but a while back when when you guys uh when you i don't know when you're competing more i think you know yeah probably then. like 2007 2008 yeah. area most mm -hmm. likely 
Like nice. I've seen I've seen Jamie Robertson fly and just from my own point of view, from my perspective, I've seen a lot of pilots. I remember like the way Christy Monty flies and the way Jamie flies, but that flight you had, man, I was there's a few things about that I've remembered. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's like your I've style seen about it, right? The square deal thing. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sound like a noob, but no, I, no, I just pick up on new things that I see. I'm like, yeah, my try God, to keep something man. a little different. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how do you not crap your pants flying so close to you? Um, like that. It's kind of a bad too. habit, to be honest. <laughs> I don't ever recommend anybody flying close. No. And yeah, I don't recommend anybody standing next to me while I fly either. That's why I usually <laughs> when I do fly, especially at a fun flight, you'll see me actually stand on the other side of the flight line. Um, just to keep it farther away from everybody else that's standing there because, I mean, knock on wood, never had a problem, but yeah. you know, just try to be safe for everybody else as well. And I think right. uh, the guy doing video, we know him real well. Uh, he got some great footage of your your low to Cutting the ground. Cutting some grass Cutting there, some grass yeah. There. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, my blades are all green now. <laughs> I'll bet. Worth it, especially I heard there's a, a yeah, there's a there's a nice chunk it. of grass and dirt, <laughs> dirt missing over there earlier from yesterday. Yes, yeah, the just was a little too much angle on the blade, and it, it took a whole chunk out. Nice. Didn't hurt nothing, but right, just, right. yeah, it was pretty good. I just posted a, a clip of it on my Facebook actually just just now. So nice, awesome. Yeah, how many years you've been flying, man? Um, I just had to do the math. I think it's 19 years now oh. of, of helicopter flying. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, I was praying to God you weren't going to say two and a half. Yeah, right. No, I've been around, I've been around way too long now. I've probably been flying longer than most people out here, actually. Yeah. So, geez, you've been flying longer than Chris Diamante's been alive. Yes. <laughs> Which jeez, is, uh, man. pretty crazy to think it, about. Well, it shows. Do you, do you fly every day? Uh, not not as not? much. Um, when I was competing a lot more, I did fly, I would say, a lot more. Um, I would fly almost every day. But I've kind of always, from even when I started I mean, when I first started, I was a lot more addicted. We went, you know, you're learning to hover. You're trying to get rid of that training gear. So we were out like every day. Um, right. But after I got rid of the training gear, it kind of turned into a more just of a weekend hobby. Like my dad and I, my brother, we'd all go to the field just on like Saturday, Sunday. Right. But it was an all-day event. We'd get to the field at like 9 a.m. and leave after sundown. And, oh, right, you right. know, we, we'd be out there all day every weekend, basically. And wow. that's kind of how it's always been. Awesome. So, just for our listeners that um, don't know who you are, I just uh, so who do you fly for? You know, um, I've been I fly a line helicopters, been flying with them, uh, I believe, for about eleven years now. Wow! Okay. Uh, yeah, just just been using all line products since then, basically. Right, uh, it's been right. a very long time with them, and mm-hmm. uh, I do a lot of their R and D work when we're coming out with new helicopters. You know, I go over to Taiwan and do some of the final testing with some of the machines and. Wow. And uh, nice. kind of get everything ready for the general public, and hopefully we cover everything and make good helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I mean, man. Yeah, when you guys started coming up the, the X-Series, I mean, those are amazing helicopters. Yeah, they, the, the our light. new helicopter, like right. 700X, it's just yeah. an amazing helicopter. I mean, the one you watched me fly today, it's a dead stock helicopter. Yeah. Super combo I with the 130 MPSC, everything, just right, the right. basic kit and everything included. And you, you literally nice. build it, and it'll do everything you can ask from it. What radio do you fly with? Uh, right now, I'm still using the the Spectrum DX9. Okay, nice, awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah, using them since. I checked DX9. out your your heli earlier when I was on the bench, man, just to see what you were running in, you know, servos and yeah. ESC, and yeah. I was like, yeah, it's bone stock. Yeah, bone yeah. stock. All the aligned That's servos awesome. that the kit comes with, the stock align 130 SC, the Beast X mm-hmm. gyro, just everything yeah. stock. Line batteries and using the 5200s and just right. wow, just everything aligned. Nice, nice. Line blades, just yeah. the whole nine. Even when I saw you um, after your first flight of the day, you plugged your batteries in. I was like, oh, Align makes chargers. Yeah, and we use the Align chargers <laughs> over yeah. there too. That's it's awesome. everything. 
Pure lie, man. That's awesome. That's it. Man. Awesome. I definitely want to get you like to do a full interview on okay. the show later. Yeah, um, man. We'll definitely schedule that. Yeah. Thanks for coming to the no problem. The, and yeah. making the oh, event. Oh no, it's this is actually Something my first amazing. time ever yeah, at this event. Yeah, oh, I've really? never been to the the Hellies over Delaware, and I've I've heard of it, the event since I mean like I started traveling like in 05 ish. Um, I remember right. hearing about this event every year, and it it just always conflicted with like my XFC schedule, and then I was doing Nats at the time, so we were it was just too tight to practice, you know. And then you only got like the two helicopters that you're using for contests. You really can't bring them to fun flies and potentially break right. them just, you know, yeah. doing demos where you're really going out with everybody and, you know, you break them and you're spending time trying to fix stuff and then the contest is like a week away and just too tight of schedules. So I just kind of faded away after even when I quit flying contests. I just never even thought about it and never really, our team never really pushed about myself coming out here. I know we've been sending Ben and stuff like that the last mm-hmm. few years, but, right. you know, so this is my first year though and it's been awesome what a great flying site you guys have over here it's nice, nice. You know, it's really nice. cool you haven't done the night flying yet right not yet no we're, we're okay. gonna be here all day so yeah. oh boy we're not going nowhere we gotta so. see you do some night flying i still have a lights. helicopter so i think i might just save it for that for <laughs> yeah the night. there you yeah. go <laughs> nice but. well thanks for coming on yeah with no us problem guys thanks for having me awesome thanks yeah okay wow that was crazy huh yeah that was some good time Dude, i couldn't believe the amount of pro pilots there it was insane all right, guys. Well, I didn't go with you to the uh, the HOD. Um, so, why don't you tell me a little bit what what uh, the trip was like? How'd you guys? Um, did you meet up to drive? Yeah. So, what did we do? Uh, the, the Friday, right? The night before, Kevin came by, dropped off all his shit, and said, "I'm done with this. You can take <laughs> it. <laughs> take this. Take take all this helicopter shit." Uh, you know, <laughs> no. no, I think I, I came by with the big stuff to get it in there. And uh, like I said, I was still working on the Oxy Sport. So, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, and so the, what? Wife, the wife wanted to go out to eat. Uh, so I had to do that. And I, I was busy Friday afternoon. What did you guys drive? Took my car. We took oh, okay. Steve's car and uh, drove down. Yeah. We left uh, 5 a.m. Did it, did, it, uh, did Steve let Kevin sleep on the way down? No, no we we're just chatting on the way down. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard. We, we've done this a couple of times where we go to events and it's like, like Virginia per se, right? We we meet up, um, we pack up the stuff the night before and then we meet up you know, really early in the morning and we start driving down. And I think because of like the excitement and anticipation, I, I can't, like I can't sleep on the way down. Even when we go, went to Flight Fest and drove that 10 hours, I couldn't sleep really, you know? Maybe, maybe for like a 20 minute spurt, but... <laughs> Uh, normally we yeah we just kind of stay up we're talking we get some breakfast and coffee and you know kind of road trip it right yeah yeah and so on that note how long did it take this wasn't too bad <laughs> I, I think it was it was estimated three hours but I think we got there in like what do you, what what would you say like two hours and forty minutes I think it was or yeah two and a half and, and, yeah 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 about two and a half maybe two hours forty but we stopped off at a shop right or whatever. I'm laughing because it was 10 minutes more than me going to work for like those couple yeah. of weeks. I was like, geez. <laughs> yeah. The way now Kevin's like, that's my exit that I always go to. I know that gas station. I cut through that gas station before. Yeah. I know a Wawa right down the street. I was like, damn, you know this area now. Huh? Yeah. On the way back, I was like, I know where there's a quick check if you want to stop. It's not far <laughs> off the turnpike. So uh, I. I didn't really watch any of the videos on it. How big of an event was it? Was it comparable to the last one you went to? Um, I would say it's it's definitely it was smaller event than than uh, 
the spring flame, the Virginia event for sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the the pilot, the amount of pilots that were there, but you know, there was never really any weight for the um, pilot stations. What did it have? Five pilot stations on the main line, yeah. and then one like little hovering zone on the like kind of where we were camped out in front. Yeah, it was kind of shaped like an L, Fred, and it was a really nice field. They had a really nice really flight nice. line, and in the area where like the guys you you would be normally in your pit area or you know spectators they had just a row of trees so i mean there was a really nice canopy overhead it was a lot of shade which was cool and they had a like pavilion built on site there and a really nice field man really nice setup i mean you could have basically basically where you drove in almost like peninsula like you could have flown in any direction kind of like a square all the way around nice Was it like a very official meet or was it a little more casual? Did they have a, a check-in station or was it just kind of? Yeah, I mean, the, the pavilion had like the whole like check-in registration. Um, it did feel a little more, I would say, um, casual though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was more casual, definitely. Yeah. And I know you guys have talked about some of the folks you had, uh, were looking forward to meeting. Um, who were some of the names of the folks that you're excited to see? I mean, as as always, I'm always happy to see uh, Chris Diamante. He's, he's such a good kid. He's such a you know, <laughs> yeah, a great pilot, great person in the heli industry, um, doing what he does, and and uh, he's just fun. He's fun to be around and stuff. He is a great ambassador to the hobby. Yes, man, that's it. A good way, sure. great ambassador. Mm-hmm. I mean, he came running up, gave Steve a big hug, <laughs> and uh, kind of was like, "Hey, Kevin, how you doing?" But no, no, <laughs> no. he was he was uh no, nah, he, he came running over when he saw us, and uh, yeah, it was it was cool. It's always good to see him, man. Yeah. I'm glad he made it down. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, I don't. Even, I, I just kind of left to come here." It's <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't really tell my parents or anything. <laughs> showed up. Yeah, I just kind of showed up. <laughs> but as far as like pro pilots that that I don't think I don't know. If Steve's seen them live before. Uh, one was Alan, like he said, Alan Zabos was one of them. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys are just like I don't really know that that many guys that are that are pro pilots. Um, but man, I'm starting to remember names and after watching them fly now, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the big ones were team team online was there, and uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what do we have. So we have Ron Riccio, right? He was the CD for the event. He's the one who organized it, so um, he's part of team online. There was uh, Gail Align or Gail. He's the team manager for him. Yeah, uh, so we got to chat with Yale for a while, and we're actually gonna get him on the show. Um, I think I mentioned that during the record. Uh, let's see, we have Rob Negri. Um, Rob, you know, he's a new friend. I've, I've met him a couple of times now. He lives out, I think, in Long Island, and so he's he's in the area. So he does a lot of the the local fun flies in the area. So the the names you're saying for folks that aren't in the uh, the heli side of the hobby, what what is it about them that that you're happy to see them there? You know, you know, mainly it's just that the level of piloting skills, right? Like all of these guys that we mentioned are really, really top, top tier pilots. Like they're, they're, you know, they're pro pilots that, that fly for these teams. And it's insane. Like the skills that you see, like the skill level of each of them. And they all have their own, like, it's, it's weird. Um, I guess looking from the outside, you just kind of see all these helicopters smacking around, going all over the place, big air, doing all these weird flipping all over the place. But what you don't like once you actually really see them and watch them, you actually notice that they all have a style to it and these like trademark maneuvers and stuff. And it really starts to kind of get crazy with uh, just their skill. This is insane. So that's something 
before you're actually looking for that, you know, each one's signature type moves, and that that becomes part of the fun. Mm-hmm. It's more like I I equated to like I was a big guitar guy back in the day. Like, I always listened to like Ingve Malmsteen and and Satriani and Steve I and you you could it's I equated to that. Like I I watch these guys and you can almost tell who's flying just by the same as you can always tell kind of what guitar player is playing just by listening, you know, sort of thing. They they play the same song, but they, they have their own take on it. Yeah, exactly. They're playing the same instrument, just the way that they play it. I mean, geez Louise, it was good to see uh, Alan Zabel just fly in person, man. That was that was freaking crazy. But, I mean, even the the no-name guys that I've seen fly, man, or just, just blow you yeah, away. Yeah, everyone. Everyone flying there was amazing. Was, now, ah, I got to fly more. I gotta say more. <laughs> you guys, um, I know you talk about somewhat uh, how approachable these folks are. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you hanging out with them after the the event? I mean, was it like campfire time and all that stuff? Yeah, we were we were kind of hanging out. With some of them, um, a lot. We were just kind of hanging out a lot when we we're doing the um, they were doing like the vegetation and the night flying. Okay. And we're just kind of be hanging out there, standing, and we just we got a chance to meet so many good people. Yeah, one guy we ran into. Um in virginia who we we didn't know who he was but he was really good pilot was um mm-hmm. that guy chris and i chris, yeah. i got to talking to him and he lived in florida for a while uh and moved up to new york what uh, was he think i don't know i asked was him like, yeah you know I, I was a member at torches uh field and everything so he flew with all the all the folks out there and you know, he's like yeah i moved to new york so so now he's on long island and he's kind of like flying maybe with a couple of guys but dude that guy was he's good too man he flies no canopy fred i don't know how he does it but uh he was flying at night under the lights no canopy and just killing it man he had a couple of close calls but he's a good pilot man they to the point where they were like who is that guy you know we don't know who he is and uh yeah but he's killing it but he was doing a great job yeah i got an important question yes i haven't had anything to eat this evening i'm a little bit hungry so how was the food First of all, okay. So the food was great. Um, we had we actually had two different meals. We kind of we had lunch there at um, Rob, our friend Rob McClellan. You know, he had his camper there, so we basically we we grilled uh, burgers and hot dogs right for lunch when we got there. Um, but the pilots dinner. Let's talk about the pilots dinner. First of all, it was provided by the local Boy Scouts, so all the proceeds and stuff went to the local Boy Scouts. Uh, you know, which is the troop which is awesome yeah it was cool um i think it was what it was a 15 bucks uh for the pilot ticket or the meal ticket or whatever yeah and it was great it was what what was it it was a fried chicken pulled pork sandwich green beans baked beans green beans baked beans potato salad, potato salad, mac salad, mac salad. salad. yeah and watermelon watermelon or, and a cookie yeah. or cookies keep talking i'm gonna go make some food now <laughs> <laughs> um and all of it was good, you know. It was, it was great stuff. It was, in, yeah. I, I didn't think anything was like, you know, it was, it was amazing. Um, it was so much food too. Like, I couldn't even put it on the plate. Like, I couldn't put the watermelon on the plate. I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna start eating this first right now since it's in my hand. And then they, and then like, I guess they had some extra, so you know, folks could get up and get seconds for free, which is awesome too. Which I don't know how they, I don't know where they put it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, like Mike, our friend Mike. He was like, "You go in for seconds." I was like, "Oh, I'm kind of full right now." <laughs> and usually, I'm I'm all down for uh, seconds, you know, or thirds. But oh, that yeah. was tough. So the events wrapped up. You guys jump in the car. You heading back. What was the stuff that you guys just couldn't stop talking about on the ride home? 
I'm so freaking tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How I'm like, Kevin, it's 20 minutes. See, I'm not passed out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kept saying 20 minutes. I'm going to be 20 minutes up the road and Steve's going to be out cold. Uh, but no, he wasn't. He made it the whole way. Well, almost the whole way. I dozed off for like five minutes. Like I think after we stopped and got you had to get some food. Yeah. <laughs> and I got one a day, coffee. Was it a one-day event or did you guys do overnight? No, we made it. It's, it was a three-day event. Yeah, it's the 23rd, 25th, so it's Friday to Sunday, but we just went down for Saturday. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you were really <laughs> coming it in. Yeah, so yeah. we left at 5 a.m. and we came back. No, we left. You picked me up at 6 a.m. Yeah, I picked you up at 6, 6 something. And, oh, let, let's make note of this. I wake up at 5 in the morning and I'm <laughs> like, okay, let me get ready. Let me, you know, let me, you know, let me do my ritual, right? Go to the bathroom, then, you know, jump in the shower, get ready. And I go to the bathroom, I'm like, why is the light not turning on? Look on the kitchen, like, why is there no clocks? Oh, crap, the power's out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. And then, like, I go back to the bedroom, like, babe, I, th- I think the power's out. And she's like, uh, you know, she's sleeping. So she's like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, I can't leave the powers out. Oh, man, what am I going to do? So I text, you know, Kevin Rupke. I'm like, oh, dude, power's out. <laughs> and then he was, and then I guess by the time he, um, read it and was started writing back and uh <laughs> i'm like and the power comes back on i'm like yes yes all right nothing power's back on because he, i think he was about to say oh man you're gonna have to cancel or something like you think he'd still go <laughs> yeah i was gonna be like well i guess i'll wait you know well or- <laughs> yeah but yeah the power came back on and we're good and i you know i think i picked you up a little after like 6 15 6 20 i think i got to your place yeah yeah we loaded up and went and then we left the event at like midnight, I think, or midnight. close to it, right? Yeah, it was it was midnight. It was it was just before midnight because they were gonna end the uh, night flying because night flying was till midnight. So driving back, we were just like, uh, there was a couple of points where we were just babbling on and on. It was hysterical. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I brought up that movie Idiocracy, and um, oh. I think we were playing clips from it at one point, and. Because we were both sitting there going, well, you know what I would do? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, you, know, um, like uh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you know, and it, it's so funny because, you know, Kevin was like, you say, you know, a lot <laughs> to the point where, what did your wife say? You know, like your wife was kind of, <laughs> yeah, she was behind me when I was editing one day and, and she was like, wow, you guys say, uh, and you know, a lot. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> but you know, like, you know, but we're yeah. just trying to say, like, you know, yeah, like, you, you know? know, like, you know what I mean, right? Like, like you know, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was kind of crazy coming back. I mean, I was pretty beat. I was pretty freaking beat. Yeah. I was, I was tired, like, the next day pretty bad, and I'm going to blame medication, but I don't know why I'm so tired all the time. Maybe it's all the work, but I don't know. Who knows? I'm just getting old. What can I do? Nothing. Yeah. But it was it was a cool event, man. It was really cool. I flew my other oxy a bunch, and uh, it was pretty windy in the morning. But then, after you know, towards the end of the day, it was after we 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 kind of set up did the live podcast about two o'clock, and after that, it was uh, pretty good. The winds were pretty good and chilling out, and there was a lot of good flying going on. 
It's just funny yeah. for, for me, Fred. It's funny when I when I go there to an event like this and I walk past the garbage can and I see like a set of $150 blades like in the garbage can. <laughs> like I want to pull them out and go, are these really that bad? <laughs> you know. <laughs> That'll buff out. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. Like I think Flight Fest the last time, man, there was some serious, like you could have probably built a, an entire plane easy out of stuff that was thrown out. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy, man. But no, it was a, it was a good event, man. It was it was definitely cool. It, uh, you know, I think the weather kind of scared some people off because I know the the weather Friday wasn't the greatest, and Friday night yeah. was pretty bad and pretty windy. But I mean, yeah. that's what you you have to expect. That it was really cool to like, see guys from California that came out. Yeah, that was that was pretty amazing. But that was the thing, right? I mean, a lot of folks from out west came out, which was yeah. awesome. You know, um, yeah, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we want to now move it on to our next section? Sure. All right. We it's it's been a while, so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. But we uh, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be calling up Arnold again. So let's uh, let's do our ask Arnold section. Let's ring him up. Hello, hi Arnold. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, hey, this is Steve. Whoa. Yeah, I know well, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, you know. Jeez. I think I've gotten another year older. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. At least you look like it. Oh, oh I'm going to be no. <laughs> yeah, well, then, you know, you've been in uh, as many movies as I have, and, you know, you've. I don't want to go, you know, saying too much, but, you know, when I've uh, been with as many women as I have, you know, yeah, you, you show a little bit here. Sure, very true, very true. Yeah, I give yeah. you that. You don't know the half of it, as they say. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we have some questions, and um, if you have a moment, let's let's go through them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta I gotta get out to you know to the to the to the golf range a little bit here, because that's all Are I you? do anymore. Oh yeah. No, I'm only kidding, you idiot. <laughs> Working on some movies. Awesome, awesome. All right, we have Matt. <clears throat> Tama, oh, I'm gonna mess this name up. Huh? Thomas Zewiski. He says, "Hey Arnold, do you use rescue, or is it more manly to fly without it?" Rescue, yeah, you know, no, I'm, I'm the one that does the rescuing, yeah. Ah, so you don't need a button that rescues you. I, I don't need a button. <laughs> no. Period. <laughs> but nice. you know, you never, ever turn it down though. If you know, if you need it, you use it. And hopefully, it works. And hopefully it works, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Fred, you want to ask the next one? Sure, sure. Hey, uh, Arnold, Andy Ross asks, Hey, Arnold, how about you help Kevin out? He's working day and night lately. Come on, he's an old man. Well, you and, know, uh, you, well, <laughs> listen, uh, you know, you, if you want to make the money, you know, you got to work. You got to do it. He's got to do the time, sure. He follows up with the question, Hey, Arnold, uh, what do you think of a man that yells, Help, help, help! Would you ever do that? No. I would never <laughs> do that. I would yell, Dana, or get over here. <laughs> I don't want to say get to the chopper, but I almost said it. <laughs> I know. Everyone wants you to, you know, wants to hear you say that, but... Nah, Kevin's nothing. Nothing. He's a choir boy compared to me. <laughs> a choir boy? Yeah. <laughs> Brown sock? No, you idiot. That's from my movie. 
<laughs> I know, I know. Where I fought the devil. Mephistopheles. Yes. Yeah. Beelzebub. I fought all three of them. All right. Uh, then we, we have one last question here. We're just going to do three this week. Um, our friend Christopher Breams says, Hey, Arnold, can you say Frank Mordedios? Uh, of course. Of course I can say that. So that was the question. Yes. <laughs> he didn't ask me if I would say it. He just yes. asked if I could say it. <laughs> if you could, okay. So let's hear it. Yeah, well, well you know, I like that name. Although I'm not uh, really, uh, you know, very good at pronouncing the ethnic background uh, of, you know, the Spanish or the Latinos, uh, even though I was the president of the, uh, the president. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, bloopers. <laughs> uh, wishful thinking, you know, uh, even though I was the governor of California, uh, mm-hmm. I think I would pronounce it... Uh, Frank More Adios. <laughs> awesome. All right. Sorry. Uh, that was good. That was good. I'm sure Frank's going to appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Um, we'll let you go. Yeah. I don't want to hold you up any longer. Well, you're you know, busy been, doing your thing. Yeah, and I've been practicing my awkward silences, so I know we got one in right there. It's a, a golf silence. Hey, you know, I heard you were, you and the, you and that other idiot were at uh, HOD. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, we went to shit. I heard, I heard. Uh, you know, it was uh, you. You're flying helicopters over Delaware at an event that they call HOD. I really don't know how they came up with that. It's very original. It yeah, is. It's real original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Okay. Thanks, all right. Arnold. We'll talk to you again next week, hopefully. All right. All right. Yeah. See you next week. Great. See you next week. Take care. Okay, news and announcements. News and announcements. What do we have? Well, uh, it's kind of mixed into my what's next for you in the hobby, but I'll, I'll go ahead and toss it in now. Uh, Flight Test has come out with a new plane. They've got their uh, FD Simple Cub. And uh, I've been waiting for this one for a while because I'm big into trying to get new people into the hobby, trying to get a, a, a good flight test plane design that's good for people to, to learn on. And... Uh, I like the tiny trainer, but for me, it's a little too tiny. There's not enough room to really cram your electronics in there. As a new person, you're not really as neat with it as you are when you get a little bit more experienced. Um, so the uh, the FT Simple Cub, I think, is going to be the solution that's going to be my go-to for uh, recommendations on customer service. Nice. Hi. I would Hi. like to try that out. I, I heard it's a low parts counter, nine pieces of foam. and Well, it, it ended up being 11 because he put in oh, some doublers. Okay. And uh, watching the episode... It's kind of cool. They, they've got slots in there for the landing gear, but then there's another set of slots just like it further back, and they're doing some forward thinking because they're going to be putting some floats out soon that you can use, uh-huh. and yeah. so you can slide the, the uh, landing gear up into that space for the uh, for the rear section of the uh, floats, the uh, rear gear for the floats. You know, yeah, I you know, like, some... like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like those floats go like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, they yeah. make it, you know, them things. But, dude, I was listening to their uh, episode, one of their episodes, the latest FT podcast episodes, and uh, Alex was talking about, they were talking about, like, how much time it would take to put this together, 20 minutes probably (laughs) or something, and they said, like, what's the fastest Josh has ever put a plane together, and they mentioned a guy, like, Alex brought up the time I was at Neff 
think I don't think Steve was there. I think it was the first time I went out there. He was talking about a, a gentleman that bought a Spitfire, and it was I know David was there, and Alex and and um, Josh, they built the Spitfire for this guy in 48 minutes because I started timing it as soon as they started, you know, ripping it out. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, and and they had it built and flying in like 48 minutes, man. And I sent I'm gonna call him out. I sent them a text. I sent Alex a text explaining what was going on. I remembered it. I do have pictures of the guy, too, somewhere. I know he wasn't in the best of health, and I'm, I'm, we're not sure. I, I spoke to Alex like a year or two later asking him, you know, if he had heard anything. And I don't think, I don't know what, what happened, you know, to him or if he's doing well or, or what his, his status is. But, uh, yeah, I know it was uh, it was pretty cool to see him do that. And he was pretty touched that, you know, they they pulled that out of the case and took time to build it for him and it was like i don't know it was like six seven o'clock at night they were wrapping up the neff thing and uh yeah those guys went to town and banged it right out man so that was cool so that to me is the official record uh 48 minutes to build a spitfire i don't know what the little cubs probably going to be like i said probably 15 20 minutes it takes me that long to put the control horns in <laughs> nice Trying to line up the servos and everything, man. That that that's the worst part for me. Takes me twenty minutes to program the radio, get the model selected correctly, and <laughs> get all that ready. Oh man, I might have to build this, even though I have, yeah. a, I have a cub that I'm building, like a balsa cub. So, what's the wingspan on that thing? Oh, that's a fantastic question. <clears throat> I, I have the specs up here. Okay. Um, that's usually wait. always my go-to question. There is no specs up here. Okay, yeah, it is. Um, wingspan is thirty-eight inches. So 956 millimeters. Oh, wow. So they recommend a 2822 1200 kV motor, uh, 8x4 by 8x4.5 slow pop, um, 18 to 30 amp ESC, uh, 1000 to 1300 mAh 3S, which I have tons of, and then four 9 gram servos. So, yeah, this. Um, Dude, that is huge compared to what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like 24 inch wingspan. Oh, yeah. no, no. You thought that's it was going to be that small? No. Yeah, I thought it was going to be tiny. Oh, yeah, man. not the B pack motor system. That's the uh, you know the little blue wonder sized one. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet man. Yeah, no, no, this is gonna be nice. Uh, and I think I have everything that this thing's asking for to do this. So I think I might purchase that kit. I usually, you know, I haven't purchased one in a while, but I usually purchase them instead of printing them out. Sure, it's on sale. Just nine ninety five. Oh, it's in the store already. Yeah, oh. save five bucks. Oh, I gotta grab that. They sent me an email. Let me know they're gonna send one out to me. And so I had to get on the store and order a bunch of stuff like the the B pack and and mm-hmm. other things, and servos. But uh, it ended up, you know, the, the quote unquote free airplane ended up costing me some money because I I went out and bought some new uh, FPV gear for it because they've got it set up so you can punch the hole out and put the FPV camera in the windshield. Yes, you oh. can do the optional uh, FPV package too. Yes, so. uh, I'm. That'll be killer with floats then. I like I thought it was smaller. That'll actually be really cool to put floats on that and find a place to fly FPV with floats. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you can see that gator come right up and swallow your plane, dude. FPV. Nice. <laughs> I'll try to dodge the uh the alligators. The alligators? Yeah, dude, that's cool, man. I'm gonna have to check that out for sure. And they'll probably slip a little note in because I haven't bought anything in a while. Like, where you been, dude? <laughs> well, the, the funny thing, I was listening to that to that episode that you're talking about with uh, with Alex on it, and uh, Stefan t- Stefan sent me a message saying, "Hey, you know, we we gave you a shout out in the uh, in the episode. <laughs> they called you out. 
yeah. they called you out. Yeah. Oh, shout out! That was a call out, man. They were like, you know, <laughs> yeah, Fred, you can't come to our events anymore. They miss you. Everybody misses you, man. Man, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm, I gotta get the new manager trained up, and uh, I've already started planting the seed in her head that I'm gonna take a week off next year, and she's gonna have to come cover the the park for me. Nice. So, so you we'll can see. do it next year. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm planning to. All right, then we'll have to, we'll have to f- figure something out better yeah. than this year for next year. Sure. Okay. Uh, any other news and announcements? I saw that her, uh, Horizon Hobby ha- is having a their their little twenty dollar, ten dollar off deal with coupons. Yeah. So uh, I, mm-hmm. I always look at the radiant, the regular full size radiant when that comes around, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up or not. Maybe I'll yeah. just get the the cub, the tubby cubby, or the FT cub, simple, simple yeah. cub instead. Well, if if you're going to break out that, I I am a little excited. My father served in World War II. Now, he wasn't a pilot or anything. He, he worked as a ground crew for the uh, B-26s, and he traveled all over Europe doing that. Uh, there's not a whole lot of B-26 models out there. There's basically wild planes, and it's 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 sort of airplane-shaped chunks of foam, and you basically have to just cut, shape, sand, and, and smooth everything out to a finished product. I'm not the guy to do that type of thing. Uh, so... They recently came out with from Dynam a B twenty six model, and it's still it's still in the works. They haven't gotten to production with it yet, but uh, Grayson Hobby up in in Georgia has gotten one in, and they did a preview video of it. And man, I'm so excited! I I, I want that plane. It's got a, a about sixty inch wingspan, you know, retracts lights. It's it's loaded. Um, I I, I want that plane. Cool man, yeah, that looks like what the B nineteen, but it doesn't have that tail section. Or the B, not the B seventeen. Uh, it's a twin engine plane. It looks like the B twenty five in a way, except except it's got a traditional tail instead of the the twin. That's what I'm thinking of. Yep, it was quite the plane. It was it was it was almost a a fighter plane of bombers. So it, it was a very sporty flying plane. Nice. Sweet. Should we move on to what's next for you in a hobby? Sure. sure. Steve has some news. Do I have news? You don't have anything written down, so we'll go on to what's next for you in the hobby. Do you normally ask yourself questions? <laughs> Only when someone asks me a question about, do I have something? Do I oh. have something? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's next for you in the hobby? Uh, I'll go first. Got to work out the garage so I can make more room to work on some more helis. Our friend, you know, Chris Ryber, he, uh, he built up... Uh, I guess I guess that's a secret project. Yes, that's a secret project. Yeah, He's, so he built uh, up an FT Vigan. He he busted up one of his uh his jets and he uh took the components out to make the Vigan with it. Oh, is that what he did? Oh, jeez. Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that part. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> no, no, I thought he purchased a uh, uh, you know the Grayson hobby. Remember he posted it on our text. He was like, "Oh, here's a ver- here's here's v- ver- here's another of that jet." Oh. And I didn't know really why. I was like, okay, cool. He bought two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's a, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the pictures, but he's been a little bit abusive to the new vegan. Oh yeah. Yeah. He already folded the wings. In. <laughs> it looked like it was waving to me. Yeah. So. We're like, ah, we should have told you, you got to put a spar in there. Yeah. You got to put a little carbon fiber spar. It helps a lot. Me the videos of him flying, man, he was ripping it with that. Yeah. 
That thing has a roll rate like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember Dave from the video saying you got to be careful with the ailerons because it can get crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think was the exact quote. It, it was ripping around nice, man. I I, I was kind of impressed. Cool. Yep, yep. So because of that, I'm like, um, yeah, you know, I need to get my FT Vigan Your built glass. out. My glass Vigan, which... You know, that's one of the things we were talking about on the way back. And you know, truthfully, is this year three for that one? No, no, this is the first year. I was going to get it done by the by this year. I said, but you know, like <laughs> I don't really, you know, but there's, it's the time, right? It takes a lot of time. Um, I'm not experienced with glassing at all, so it's kind of been, you know, this little speed hump of like, oh, do I really want to, you know, invest this time right now to do this? when I keep on crashing helis and keep on having to fix them and stuff. So, but I was talking to Kevin. And I was like, you know, really in one weekend, I can cut out a regular VIG and put the success up and have that thing fly. If you took one weekend to build that VIG, it would probably save you $3,000. <laughs> no, because I'd fly it like three times or twice mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I'm going back to the helis. No, no. That's, that's, that's the only thing. Just Steve missed it. Just the one weekend of not crashing. I'm saying Steve. No, no, but I would still fly the helis. Yes, the next weekend, but that No, one... no, no, that weekend I would still fly the helis because I would put a Neo in there and I'd still fly. I still have my helis with me. I don't, yeah. I don't, I never go to the field with just one thing. I know, I don't ever go to the field with just a plane or. Maybe you should start, dude. Just taking <laughs> one thing. No, you know how our drive is, man. I'm not driving an hour and 15 bringing one or two planes. No, I know. Yeah, First that's not going to happen. Done for the day? He'd crash one in the first ten minutes, and then he's done for the day. No, he wants to. He wants to have uh, like, hours of crashing. Yeah, I'd rather have hours of crashing than like, you know, <laughs> one crash and be like, okay, now I got to drive all the way back. It's not worth it for me. I, I don't, you know, crashing is part of a hobby. That's gonna happen. It's it's expensive. It's hurt my pocket a little, but you know, I won't lie. But it's just, it's fine now. Because now I have things to do, right? I, it's, I'm waiting for parts. I got parts order. I'm doing all this stuff. I got things. I, I'm keeping myself very busy, uh, <laughs> so I, I can at least uh, yeah I can say that. I'm thinking about just cutting a vegan real quick, having that and just testing the success setup. Go with it, see what happens. You know, if, if everything survives very well, uh, I'll try the glassing one. The only difference in the glass version is I'm going to make the EDF removable, and I'm also going to make an airfoil to the wing, and that's the part that I'm a little apprehensive about. Totally taking design that works and then fucking with it. I would change that, or I would test that first, that that change that you want to make. Sure, sure. Like, I'll probably make it fly once or twice, like one one day worth. If it works and it flies well, then maybe I'll build another one and then glass that one or just glass the one that I, you know, I built that flew. So, yeah, I got to talk to Hilda Flyer again. Um, I know he sent me a quick video on, on how he does the glassing, so... Just kind of talk to him again about the materials and where to get them. But that's that's another thing. Like, I don't know if I want to get, like, if I get fiberglass that's too thick and too heavy, then this plane becomes a brick, you know. That's not going to work either. So okay. I got to figure it uh, Besides that, I have all my parts ordered except for my motor parts for one of my helis. Got to, I don't know, the way that this company works is you put the order in and then they, like, invoice you. And then you pay that invoice, so I'm waiting for that invoice portion. So we'll see. Uh, besides that, I need to sim. I need to fly. I need to get better, man. I suck at this shit. 
You do. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, we should <laughs> set up a sim night, man. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, to make a regimen, but yeah, I gotta. we should do it. I need to get a computer that I can sim with because uh, I, I'm a Mac guy. And uh, there's not a lot of sims that's working well with the Mac. So, yeah. I mean, I, there are uh, for helis, but not for everything. Yeah, I, I picked up a, a little cheap, cheap, cheap laptop just so I could program my Eagle Tree. Um, yeah, so I need to get a, a gaming PC so I can get, you know, real flight in there. Nice. Sure. So, Kevin. Yeah, man, I'm going to probably fix that 255 Sport. Um, I don't think I'll be doing much flying because Trump has got the whole state of New Jersey locked down. We might go up to New York State. We got the big weekend coming up, 4th of July. So I'm looking forward to that. I have to make up for the last two weeks that I haven't had a single drink. I'm letting my sponsor down. Yeah, you're going to lose that sponsor soon if you don't The partake. hell I am. <laughs> Better partake, then. I, I am going to right the wrong this weekend. That's probably all I'm going to do. Chill out, fix a few things. What I want, What I need to do is I have too many... I have too many things that I move around downstairs. Like I started that vegan. I got to finish it. I started a couple other things. I got to finish them, you know, so I got to clean up my area downstairs. My And, you know, my, I got a single car garage and it's half that that I that's like my work area. I'm getting a little overwhelmed. So I just need to start and finish one project and then put it to the side and do the next one or whatever. We got to build that 40 inch uh, balsa. See, um, and here's another project. Yeah. The uh, scratch build balsa play. We got to do that too. Oh, yeah. Going on. Yeah, actually, Fred, you'd be interested in this. Uh, Steve printed out a a forty eight inch balsa like profile plane that we're gonna try and build. Uh, we're gonna each try and build the burrito. The, <laughs> the burrito. Yeah, it, it takes a forty six uh, size motor, Oof. and we're thinking it's like a, I forgot what the wingspan was. I think it was a forty eight inches. It was pretty. That's decent size. It went from one wing tip to the other, Fred. So, like, yeah, <laughs> it was that long. The whole yeah. wingspan did? Yep. The whole wingspan was the entire length of the wingspan. <laughs> that you was stupid as hell. You don't, you don't find those too often. No, no. That was a good good catch. What's next for me in the hobby? Yeah, what's next for you, Fred? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I need to find an event. I haven't been to an event in a while, and you guys are killing me with your travels. You know, I've been busy with work, but I, I, I need to be able to just take off for a day or two and, and go find somewhere that's hosting something. Um, yes. I reached out to some of the guys doing the, the local drone racing, uh, which would be a nice, easy, short trip. Uh, might might be a nice little diversity to, to you know, what's going on normally. Uh, I still want to build my FPV helicopter. I know I've been talking about it for, you know, almost as long as Steve's biggin'. But, uh, it's <laughs> almost. And uh, I've got an order coming in from Flight Test, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm looking forward to digging into that and building it up. Sweet. What'd you order? The Cub. Well, no, being sent to me without me asking, but I was I was going to buy it anyways. Um, but I got a few other accessories that that's going to go to it: the motors, speed controls, you know, the power pack. I got like I said, the FP gear. Oh right, right. I got a new it back. Says, it says you need to buy the wheels too. Yeah, I got them already. I, I ordered the backpack that they have for the uh, for the quadcopter, you know, kit. So I'm tired of carrying my stuff around in boxes and. Oh, nice. Yeah. Get the nice official FT backpack. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that thing. Yeah. Awesome. How cool is that, though? They just added a bluer, like, here you go, Fred. And that was Jen. She's awesome. She's She's been a great person to work with. Yeah. So, yep, that's me and the awesome. hobby. Cool. Great. Um, one thing about the events in Florida, 
from what I've spoken to, you know, folks that live down there, they say that there's not like there are events in in um, during the summer, but it's really not a good time for them, I guess, because was, it's just so humid and so hot. Um, that more like towards the winter is when it seems like more people come out for the events at least. I, I'll tell you how bad it is here. My coworker who was not allowed to use the restroom in the ranger station went in there anyways. It was so bad that I shut off the air conditioner, opened all the doors, and I left. I told him to stay there until I came back. I was gone, I don't know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, letting the building air out. Mm-hmm. When I came back, I, I sat down at my desk, and my arms slid on the desk, and I couldn't, you know, wonder why the, what, what spilled on my desk, what he spilled on my desk. And it wasn't that. It was so humid out. When we opened up the building, all the air-conditioned furniture in the building Got condensation on it like a glass with ice water. Oh, oh boy! It was just obnoxiously humid. So we shut all the doors, turned the air conditioner on, and dried it back out. So, wow! I can't wait to move down there. Yeah, it's not bad. You got you know your three four months of summer, which is better than three four months of winter. You know, because at least with the summer, you get too hot, you go down somewhere and go swim it. You know, jump in the pool, jump in the spring. You know, winter time, if it's too cold out, you go inside, sit by the fire. And I prefer the pool or a swing hole idea. Yeah. So I'm with you there. All right, then. Let's, uh, before I get us distracted and I'm yelling at us in the car, <laughs> get the wrap up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. So, Facebook likes. We are at 646 likes. That's plus 16 this week. Amazing. Cute. Amazing. Nice, uh, nice bump this week. I think uh, maybe we'll t- maybe we'll talk about it, but the the 107 episode. I think that might have been a a good hit, you know. You know, nice big jump, so it's good. Nice. Uh, let's cue the music because I am gonna butcher 90 percent of these names. Get out the knives. There you go. Get them nice and sharp. <laughs> the butcher is in town. <laughs> we have Manuel, Isendo, Michael, Tona, Terence. Louis, Lou? you said Micah, Michael, oh, Mike. Michael. Michael, Michael Tona, 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 uh, Terrence, Lou, Enzo, Serex, I don't know, <laughs> Serex, that's I don't know. what I read. Is <laughs> is <laughs> um, I think the C sound. So Rex and the, and the V and the E R X is sound. I don't know. S so, so R and <laughs> R. Just pause. <laughs> uh, Asraf Ishak Michael Smackdown I Mikey like Smackdown add, I feel like you need to add like something like Michael Boogie Down Smackdown or something I don't know Mikey um, the Hitman Smackdown Yeah uh, Let's see we have Crystal Gonzalez Peter Peter Reader mm-hmm. Peter Reader I'm still stuck on the first one where he called me manual. Uh, okay. Uh, Candy Ogden? Ogden? Oh, you can't correct me. Not until at least I say it once. Uh, <laughs> a mirror. You, you can't correct him before he says it. Yeah. I've, I've got my face palm going, and it's the preemptive correction. I already know this name. I know he's going to ruin it, but go ahead. <laughs> you know when the music starts, the editing stops, right? I don't edit any of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It goes. It's live. Uh, Mir Evenheim. 
Pedro, Rafael, Silva, uh, Joseph, Kowalski, 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 Kowalski. Yeah, man, dude, you ever see Vanishing Point? Joseph Kowalski. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know, but okay. You're moving furniture, Fred? <laughs> uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Tim Morrell. Uh, this is one of the heavy guys. I, I know it's going to... I'm going to mess it up, but... Hoa Hoa Lee. And then Kellen R. Nice. Finish strong. I'm okay. glad you finished strong because you were Kellen me. <laughs> All right. Do we have Facebook comments? I didn't even look, dude. Facebook comments are, are hard. There's a lot of there's a lot of activity on Facebook. It's very hard to uh, keep track of all that activity. Try an easy one. Was there any website comments? Um, CJ, you you responded to CJ, right? Yes. And we, did we talk about that? Did I respond to CJ? I know we spoke about it on the episode. I don't remember. Okay. You basically just follow the manuals on setup and then fly in the advanced mode. That's where you're gonna get the the 3D capabilities. Okay, so we did you know, talk about this. Yeah. Okay. So we do have some pictures online on Facebook from the event we went to. If you want to see any of those, you can go to our yes. Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that picture of me pointing at the, the tail blade <laughs> or the, the lack of one that's sitting on my cube. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what done in CS4, right? That's why he got three. That's why he's got three. He's got two more. Nah, yeah, but that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Tails with only two blades on him. Yeah, I mean, it would work if it still had the weight of the third one on that third one. <laughs> but because there's no weight, it just think about spinning something that's off balance at like 20,000 RPM. It just doesn't work. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of videos. Uh, any videos that I posted live on the RC Heli Hangouts, I reposted those on our uh, Facebook page. Um, I will also do the same thing on YouTube, on our YouTube page, because... You know, folks that listen to us that don't, they're not on Facebook per se or, or might not follow us or follow us but not like us or something. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that you can have access to these video clips that we, we post. And so, you know, we'll put it on YouTube so that way you can find us there also. There were some awesome flights. We had, uh, Zabel's night flight. We had a couple night flights, um, where, where there was a couple crashes. <laughs> Chris, uh, did you get Chris? Yeah, I kind of yeah. You got that one right. Yep, he's where he crazy. dug the tail, just dug the tail in enough, and it's like <coughs> broke the tail blades. Um, let's see, we had that Chris guy uh, who was doing the vegetation challenge. He flew and and was doing pretty good, but then ended up putting his heli in. Did you get the nitro crash? Devin's nitro crash. Devin's, got, but then there was another one. Yeah, and then it was Rob Negri's. We got yeah. I got his too. Yep. Yeah, where he he just. Just tapped the tail end and just, you know, that was it. So, yeah, I mean, it was some good videos. Uh, it was all done on my iPhone, so just be mindful that the it's kind of grainy because I did zoom in a little. I didn't want to come too close, and, and so I zoomed in a little. All right. Do we have any Podbean? We do. We Weeks. have Nick and Taylor against the world started following us, and Ryan Zanel, or Zanel on Podbean, uh, liked episode 79, Legendary Burt Camerer. <laughs> nice. Awesome. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Yes, thank you. All right, iTunes reviews. There are no new iTunes reviews. All right, drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review in the next episode. <laughs>
Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Don't forget to check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.com. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Robert. Robert. Hi, Chris Nutt. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio, video production, other than flight test podcast, free forest podcast, sitting next to the FT community cast. And I'm going to say hi, Patch and Mike, and I'm also going to say hi to Hildeflyer, who has also been posting. Yes. So thanks, man. And we are way behind. We're in the 60s, I think. Somebody's not doing his job, Kevin. Oh, that's me. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, we, we really are dropping the ball on that, and we will... I, I thought I thought Fred said he was gonna pick up the the torch right now. Uh, he may have said that that um <laughs> he's eating his words, but he yes, may have, he have said, said that. That. <laughs> that is what he meant to say. I said an idea. I think maybe not that I actually would. I, anyways, it's no one's fault, Kevin. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, oh, not at all, Kevin. I think it's it's something we can pass around equally on on who to point fingers at here. So. Sure, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> all right he may have said that but he said a lot of things yeah kevin now it's all good we will we will give us give us some time we'll kind of catch up and, and play catch up up there and get them all up there nobody's really complaining but me so yeah yeah i think i is. think it's just uh you know <laughs> you know what it is like, <laughs> you know like like you know <laughs> Uh, that should be the episode name. Shoot. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, RC Heli Hangouts forums under RC Heli Hangouts main section podcast corner. Uh, sitting next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Walton Ed. Hey, Walton Ed. Doing hey, a Walt great Ned. show, those guys. Yeah. Check yeah, those them guys out. are killing it. Definitely go say hi to Chris there, too. Chris, hey, Chris. Chris and Frank, you know, they they run that. That's their That's theirs, right? They run that, so. Frank Moradelios. More what? Moradelios. That's how Bert Cameron was saying it. Oh. <laughs> I've been practicing for like two weeks, man. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Francisco Moradelios. <laughs> I want to give a special thanks to Ron Riccio again. Um, yeah. For first, you know, getting us to come out there, um, giving us, helping us and giving us some time um, in the pavilion to do the podcast from out there. Yeah. Uh, also coordinating a lot of pilots come up and talking, you know, to talk on the mic for us. So, so he has helped us big time. Um, yep. He made tons of introductions. He's the man. Yeah. He's the man. So, uh, you know, thanks Ron. Uh, let us know if you ever need anything, you know, and we are going to get Ron on the show too, um, to talk cool. about stuff. We had a lot of people come up and had a lot of interesting stories, man. Yes. It, it was really cool. I mean, yes. just to hear everybody's history and, and we got to share it out with the listeners, man. Definitely. And and we have a lot of conversations off the mic that I'm like, we need to get you on the show. This is yeah. exactly the stuff that we want to talk about and have our listeners, you know, hear about your experiences your and everything in the hobby. It was just we were blown. I was blown away big time yeah. with the, some of the stories and stuff. So Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks to our listeners. We are Skies, and we'll see you next time. Okay. See ya. Okay. Like. (laughs) See ya. See ya. So what I'm going to be doing later is like, (laughs) like, you know, like. uh, Rado, because I got like like,
<laughs> Dude, I wanted to say, <laughs> I wanted to say, unless, unless it's Kevin flying, then it's somewhere over Delaware. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Uh, shit, I couldn't keep it together. Okay. I think the wife's All yelling right. at me. <laughs> she... <laughs> Can't believe you like money too. We should hang out. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Shit, I know shit's bad right now with all the starving bullshit and the dust storms. <laughs> and we are running out of french fries and burrito covering. But I got a solution. That's what you said last time, this shit. Yeah, I got a solution. You're a dick, South Carolina. What's up? <laughs> oh my god. I'm just, I'm just looking at quotes right now. I, the, the script thing is too hard to read. This is too much dialogue. But uh, the quote stuff is pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll link that here. Chat window. Here you go. Brondo, the thirst mutilator. <laughs> Enjoy your extra big ass fries. Yeah, you can buy Brondo. You didn't give me no fries. I got an empty box. Would you like another extra, another big extra ass big ass fries? <laughs> I said I didn't get any. Thank you. Your cat is in charge. Your balance is zero. Please come back when you can afford to make a purchase. Wait, what? Oh no, no. Oh yes, yes. So how do I post uh, a link? Uh, like I can like do this. And then hit uh, 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 well, you talk like a f- uh, your shit's all retarded. Uh, there you go, dude. Brondo.com. Buy now. Let's see how much is Brondo. You know, like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like <laughs> oh, they make cold brew coffee infusion bottle. It's it's what plants crave. It's what plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Where is my it's my window? Here's so we get Brondo. a or, or is this it? Don't sound uh, so devastated, Fred. Fred's like, are we getting Chris, or is it like this it? I got I got my truck outside I want to go play with. Oh. Well, dude, you can cut out yeah, if is you that want. What, is that what you guys kids call it these days? Yeah. That's it. Truck. Uh, is, it, is it like a little Ford Ranger truck? It's no, a little itty-bitty one, huh? It's a full-size F-150. Oh, nice. From like 1999. There's one, there's one that's like uh, mid nineties, one white uh, F three fifty for five thousand being sold or six hundred something like that. I was like, ooh, that'd be a nice tow truck for my uh, my heli stuff, my airplane stuff. You wouldn't be able to afford your helicopters with the fuel on that thing. I know that's what that's the thing. It's like okay, I'll get a camper with it, and then then it'll cost me like a thousand dollars to travel anywhere because of the fuel. Yeah, that's something I'm definitely looking into because I'm, you know, this is going to be my travel vehicle for my events. Nice. But I can haul my camper with it. I can throw my stuff in the camper. Because I got the little teardrop. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. All right, let me do the uh, Facebook. That's what I was doing. Do you want to Do you want to text Chris? He, he seemed a little bit surprised that you guys were actually doing this. No, I'm surprised he didn't answer his text message. I sent that out this morning, and I sent that out yesterday. Yeah, I got him. He could talk about his um, his big Facebook Live with Matt Bodos. Yeah, dude, people, really are, well. people are probably breathing a sigh of relief. They're like, dude, finally, they're talking about something other than a helicopter. Well, you know? 
you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we are. I'm fine. I'm sorry, I'm looking for this uh, guy's problem on his... What is WTF and then FK? I know WTF, obviously, but what is FK? <laughs> Chris Bream says, Hey, Arnold, can you say Frank Mortadios? Mortadios. <laughs> well, this is the beauty of it. Like, the four of us now, it's like, yeah. I don't have to feel pressured to do it, although I feel pressured to do it. Yeah, that's Steve guy, man. Yeah, Ka-ch- dude. Yeah. What? You haven't slept in 42 hours? Get back to work. <laughs> Damn straight, son. I haven't <laughs> missed a single episode. Kevin missed two. I <laughs> to hear that. Did you miss two now? No, I don't want to miss another oh. one because I don't want to hear that. Damn it. Sorry, dude. I had to go on vacation. I just yeah, had I, to. I, I, I went to a, a work conference and I... <laughs> And, and I still did the podcast. <laughs> yep, I know, man. Nah, it's all cool, man. I don't have a life. I just want to <laughs> talk about RC bullshit. I don't have a life. I just don't want to be caught anywhere without my microphone. People might discover my true identity. Old man metal? Uh, Artie Kilowatt. <laughs> Artie Kilowatt? Artie Kilowatt. Google that one, Steve. Oh, no, don't. What? I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Pull up the uh, the Artie Kilowatt. Isn't it Artie? Something like that. It was elementary school. Uh, <laughs> the, the the educational video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's Steve? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. What is it, Artie? What? Kilowatt. Kilowatt. He's like a little cartoon animation. All right. Oh, look at when you, if you find it, I'm going to say let's start. It's already 8.30. I'm trying to get this done quickly. Are we recording? Um, Hold on a sec. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Make sure you're not recording over the, uh, <laughs> your task camp's not recording over. Ready, kilowatt. Ready there kilowatt. it is. Yeah, ready kilowatt. All right. <laughs> All right, Steve. Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not recording. Hold on. <laughs> Look at that. 